0: one 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, seven, six, 6 five, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, four, three, two, 2 1. one. Let's go!
2: Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Woo-hoo. Mix ninety four point one. Good
3: morning, and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, March fifteenth. You made it to the middle of the week. Uh, spring break for. Clark County, so it just seems like a little more quiet out there, don't you think?
2: Absolutely, with, with the majority of kids out of school. I think a lot of people, I have some friends that left town for spring break took the family on vacations and stuff yeah it's just a it's a it's a more yeah it's, it's a quieter vibe this week in las vegas and then yeah there's rain to the whole mix and everything it's a whole thing out there my
3: uh daughter goes to a private school and usually they sync up their spring break with clark county and so this is the first year ever that they have not They they have spring break at a different time and so it's so weird to see some of my friends that go you know have kids that go to school with my daughter and they're like taking pictures from hawaii and i'm like why are you there midweek what's going on i'm like oh that's right they're on spring break
2: lucky was there any rhyme or reason as to why they switched things up for your daughter's school this year like was there a reason why they would go different than clark county
3: i don't think they i think the the person that or the people that switched it up was clark county because typically they take that week before easter yeah and so i don't know why they changed it if anyone knows let us know but my daughters stayed the same and they are the ones who switched it so I was kind of confused too I'm like why? Don't they do that week before Easter like they usually do? It's kind of baffling.
2: And then you're having to juggle, too. Sophie's spring break, Brooklyn's spring break. It's a whole thing over there with oh, spring yeah. breaks.
3: There, was no, there There will be no spring break trip for us this year because they're, <laughs> everybody's on a different schedule. My daughter just finished hers. My other daughter didn't have hers. Yeah, so, yeah, it was kind of a mess. But anyway, how are you doing this morning?
2: Not bad. It was a nice, uh, I don't even know day of the week is. Whatever day was yesterday, it was, it was, it was nice. Um, I need new tires on my car, so I went down to uh, Big O Tires to get my tires and had order them so they get in either today they get in today so they get my tires put on this afternoon or tomorrow depending on work um so that was a big thing get my new tires from my car and then uh just got work done went to the gym had a good workout and then got home last night and was surprised to get the notification on my phone that ted lasso was out i thought i was gonna be coming out today so we watched ted lasso last night it was a nice way to end the day
3: yeah it came out a little early i got it too and i, I said to my husband "I'm like ted lasso is already out and he's like let's, let's watch it and i was like no Absolutely not. We're in the middle of a show now. We have to wait till we finish really? before we start another one. And he was all bummed. I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just watch an episode of uh, of what's the, the zombie show? Last called? of Us. The last last of call. Us. Last always, of Us. I always want to say the End of Us, but no, it's <laughs> the Last of Us. Um, so we watched that last night, and then uh, I said, okay, you know what? I, I, after that, I need something kind of happy, so we'll watch Ted Lasso tomorrow night.
2: Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, it was it was a nice episode. No no spoilers or anything. But yeah, it was just the same thing. I was we were finished. We made dinner. Last night, and as we're finishing up dinner, that notification, and I thought it was the, um, the you know warning tomorrow. Ted Lasso was like out now. I'm like, all right. Let's do this then.
3: Yeah, that was uh, that was a nice little surprise yesterday. And then if you uh, are looking for something to watch after you watch, because it's only one episode, mm-hmm. they're not releasing the whole season, which is kind of a bummer. But we, we're spoiled now in this day of Netflix and Hulu and stuff where we get full seasons. Um, if you're looking for something after that, I know I've mentioned it before, but the show Shrinking, also on Apple TV+, Plus, so good. So funny. Um, Harrison Ford is in it, Jason Segel, and gosh, I just had no idea that Harrison Ford... Had comedic timing like he does. He is so funny in that show. That cast
2: is amazing. That's in that show. It's it's well put together. And it's Jason Siegel right, is the guy from um, what was the show he was in? How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Oh, he's he's brilliant in that show. It's just it's it's like you said before. It's very Ted Lasso vibes from that show. It's a good feel. I find myself um, and I'm just kind of watching at it. I'm coming and going. Laura's all into that show, but the moments that I'm in there, um, you, you can easily pick up on the characters. And crying, laughing sometimes with the stuff they do. Some of the scenes on that show is so funny. Some
3: of the, just the dialogue is mm-hmm. so hilarious. And it's just, yeah, there's been times where I'm laughing so hard um, that I start tearing up because it's so funny. So, yeah, that's another, like, backup show. If uh, maybe you're not into Ted Lasso, maybe you get through the episode and you're looking for something else. That's a good one. And there's a few episodes of that out. So you'd at least have, you know, a couple. I think there's like... Five, four or five out on that show right now.
2: The uh, Last of Us that you're into. So Laura's watching that. It's another show that I'm watching at when she's watching it. Should I go all in on that? How is that, is that, is it that good? Because you're, you're really good when it comes to calling out shows and picking out the good ones and bad ones. A lot of hype on that show, but is, is the hype real on that show?
3: I, I feel like it is. I absolutely love it. It's, um, and the episode we watched last night, I was just sitting there like, what just completely blown away by what happened and and the premise is is it a lot of people compare it to the walking dead with zombies but what it is is these people they call them the infected they're infected with this um like fungus that gets into their um into their system and then it starts growing from the inside out and it just turns them into these like crazy monsters basically. So it's a little different from the whole zombie thing, but, um, the key is one, don't get infected because you know, it's, it's easy. If they bite you, you get infected. And, uh, the the episode we watched last night, I I just couldn't believe it. It At one point, my husband goes, what the... And then then an expletive. And I was like, I know, right? So it was... I I highly recommend it. You
2: see a lot of memes and stuff on that show. They don't make any sense, but I'm like, okay, there's a lot of memes, a lot of talks. It must be worth the watch. That's
3: the funny thing is now I, I... Like, before I'd see the memes and same, I had no idea what they meant. And now I'm like, oh, I get it now. Okay. It's all coming together.
2: And who's the main guy? Is it Pedro Pascal? Pascal,
3: I love Love him. He
2: was in that movie, and I think I watched it because on, on on the flight I was on a plane, that's why I watched it. But he was in that movie with Nicolas Cage, where Nicolas Cage is kind of playing playing himself, and he was amazing in that movie. He's a great actor. I don't know that movie. What movie it, is it? Oh, what's the name of it? So Nicolas Cage is playing uh, playing himself, where uh, Pedro hires him to come because he's a big fan of his to come out. He's like um, he's a big drug lord, and he hires him to come out to just hang out with him for the weekend, and then. Cage actually becomes an action hero in his own life. It's it's kind of weird and twisted, but it's really cute at the same time.
3: Oh, yeah. I had never heard of that. So there, there you go. I uh, I love him. He is He's the Mandalorian and every time he talks, I'm, I just picture the Mandalorian. It's so funny. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's got that distinct voice. Well, we are so happy to have you guys here with us this morning. A lot coming up on the show, including Keith Urban tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. It's Wednesday. That means we're going to introduce you to another woman that, wow, Today, and uh, man, I am so excited to talk to this woman. She is very well known in this community, and there is a lot to talk about with her. Um, That's coming up in the nine o'clock hour. But right now, let's do this. We are going to get to the pre show, you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Fantastic Voyage by Coolio? Do you want to hear Someday by Sugar Ray. Close your eyes and I'll take you there. A? We'll take a and you can see. Or do you want to hear Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
2: Mix 94.1 Coming, coming, coming up You're going to want to hear
3: this We have more to come on the pre-show this morning On the way next we have the Daily Dirt Is Adele sticking around Las Vegas a little longer? Details in about five minutes And the votes are in Fantastic Voyage by Coolio Is the pre-show you pick them
2: You choose the music, you pick it We play it Awesome It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show You pick them Mix 94.1 I yeah. it's time for the daily dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Adele may be sticking around the Coliseum at Caesars Palace for more residency dates. This comes from Johnny Katz, and he says that, well, obviously we all know Adele's run is set to end March 25th. Though a lot of the I didn't sh- know that. Oh, you didn't know that was coming up?
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, obviously we all know that. <laughs> Everyone knows that next weekend
2: is Adele's, uh, not this weekend, the following weekend is Adele's last weekend. Come on. <laughs> uh, it's set to end on the 25th, and a lot of the show's technical infrastructure is reportedly staying in place or be stored in the venue, Adele could possibly perform in Caesars' openings from August through the first week of November or in June between Jerry Seinfeld's dates and Garth Brooks's dates. I mean, the show is so big. Won't would think she's going to stick around a little bit longer. It,
3: it would just be so sad if she didn't, because it's such a great show, and it'd be nice to have the people that couldn't get in on the tickets first time around it, to, for them the, to have the opportunity to see it. It's so good.
2: Yeah, give them more opportunity to see it, You saw it twice, right?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I was very lucky. I lucked out on that. But like I said, um. Uh, I know several friends that have done this. The show on the ticket says it starts at 8. She doesn't really go on until 8.15, 8.20. So what they're doing is they're just going to Caesars. They're having dinner. And then at 8 o'clock, boom, they go on uh, the secondary market. And those ticket prices are slashed. And that, then they go into the show. They didn't miss a single thing. Or if they did, the the first song is Hello. We all know it. Maybe you walk in a little late on it. And there you go.
2: It's it's a great hack. I think for a lot of concerts, too. A lot of events, too. Kind of hang out by the venue as the event starts and, and check the, because uh, the scalpers don't want to lose money.
3: Exactly. They want at least something mm-hmm. for it.
2: The Juno Awards went down on Monday night. They're Canada's version of the Grammys. And this year's ceremony was way more exciting than ours. So Avril Levine was on stage introducing her performance when a topless protester jumped on stage. The protester had an environmental message written on her body. And it took apparently a really long time for security to do anything about it. So Avril told the protester to get off the stage, get off the stage, and then ended up flicking her boob. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's
3: kind of scary, though. How, how how are people getting up there, and how are they not being taken off immediately?
2: Yeah, one would think, as soon as they're up there, security should be on them to just take them out. But, yeah, it took a, it took a, a little bit longer than expected. As far as winners, the weekend won Artist of the Year, an Album of the Year, and then Avril won Fan Choice Award. So Carrie Underwood, she brought out Axel Rose during the encore of her LA show on Monday for Duetta Welcome to the Jungle. So here she is announcing to the crowd that Axl Rose is coming out. And then they hear are singing together.
3: He still sounds great. Right? That is, wow. I'm really impressed. That's amazing.
2: And he looked good, too. He had like a like a, like, a, like a sports coat on, like a cool-looking coat and stuff. He, he looked good. Um, Carrie Underwood, back here in Las Vegas in June at Resorts World.
3: Their buddies, um, a friend of mine who uh, runs a restaurant here in town, told me that um, there's like a secret room at the restaurant, and Carrie would go there and, with Axel, and mm-hmm. they'd, they'd stay up and they'd party all night because it was a private room. No one could see him.
2: That is a cool thing. Yeah, this is a-
3: really cool. It's a place you guys have been, too.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like downstairs? Yeah. Yes, Yeah, yes. I just put it on the uh-huh. screen. But
3: um, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, they they st- and, and they stay late.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. a cool little setup down there. It's Big setup, really actually. It's really cool, yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is pregnant. This will be her first child. Uh, her and her husband, Batter Shamus. So she posted a picture of a onesie with the words coming soon on it. In the caption, she said, "Quote: We are blessed and excited." She didn't give any other details. Lindsay is 36 years old. Mean Girls is celebrating its 19th anniversary next month.
3: That's a. Uh- it, that makes me feel really old. <laughs> it doesn't seem like five what? years ago. The main Girls is turning 19. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh,
2: hot tickets. So Drake is going to be a big ticket when that goes on sale. Taylor Swift tickets are hot. Beyonce tickets are hot. Beyonce is one of the hottest tickets this summer. Even stars are having a hard time buying tickets to go see Beyonce. And that includes Megan Thee Stallion. She tried to buy. Didn't want to put up with the nonsense. So she made a call. She made a call to Beyonce and asked her for some tickets. And that's how she got tickets to go see Beyonce.
3: I tried that. It didn't work.
2: <laughs> hey, AB. They couldn't get Mercedes. Mercedes.
3: It was funny. Um, one year, the year Megan the Stallion was performing at Life is Beautiful here. Um, I had two tickets, but I needed one more because my daughter wanted to come with. And uh, one of our coworkers was like, let me see what I can do. And so he texts me and he's like, we got you an extra ticket. Just go pick it up at this place. And when they ask what the name is under, tell them Megan the Stallion. And I was like, wait, you called her and asked for the ticket? He's like, yeah, yeah, through her through her uh, manager. So I go up there at the desk, and there's people all over, like trying to get their tickets and do. And she's like, "Next in line." And I walk up, and I was like, "There's a ticket waiting for me. My name's Mercedes." And she's like, "Okay, whose name is it under?" And I go, "Megan V Stallion." Everyone turned and looked at me. It was like, (laughs) "What?" (laughs) And I was, and so she's like, "Here you go." I was like. Oh, well, thank you. And I, I, like, <laughs> I don't know how this happened. It was so funny.
2: And that is so cool. <laughs> we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Actually, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1 with Megan Thee Stallion in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1801. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC.
3: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. It is March 4th, or 15th. Yes, that's right. And welcome. We are so happy to have you guys here. I was just reading something. I'm trying to find it. Where did it go? Um, There's this new thing for social media that I think is kind of weird. It might be cool, though, if you have a long distance relationship. It's a it's a kissing machine that has a pair of silicone lips and it lets it lets you kiss your partner over the Internet. So like you hook up this device and um, if they're, you know, on the other end and they kiss it and then that sends the signals to your device and then you kiss it. It's like you're kissing each
2: other. It moves based on your lips movements.
3: Yeah. So it feels like you're really kissing the person that you love that can't be there with you right now. I don't know how I feel about that.
2: This could take things in a real weird direction, too.
3: Yeah. I I was like, okay, they start with that. Then what? (laughs) (laughs) You see, you put this here
2: and it moves. (laughs) Uh,
3: But I'm thinking if I'm in a long-distance relationship... I don't think I'm I'm coasting uh, or I'm kissing rubber lips just because I miss my significant other. Maybe this is going to be a huge hit. I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting.
2: It could be. Could be. Depends. Oh, yeah. How often do you see each other? Laura and I did long distance for about two years because she was still in college and uh, we didn't... Um We didn't have um, Zoom or anything like that or FaceTime, so we would just just chat on the phone, and that worked for us. If we had this thing available, I'm not sure I would go down that road. It's a little weird, but maybe once you get used to it, it's not that weird.
3: Just imagine, like, you had a really nosy neighbor, and they, like, looked at, you know, what you were doing through your window, and they see you just passionately kissing this the rubber device
2: <laughs> that would just be so awkward what are you doing Angela? it's my girlfriend she lives long distance what do you think i'm doing
3: oh but i guess if you really miss someone and you want that sense of intimacy maybe you're willing to do something like that it's just it it, it boggles my mind what people invent sometimes they invent things i'm like oh why didn't i think of that and then there's other times where i'm like why would you think of that? Why? And that would be a perfect example of that.
2: I know. It's also crazy to think like everything around us started with, it was like someone's invention. You, you know, from the from your phone to the paper cup or whatever it is. Like someone's like, oh, well, let's build this. And it was started in their mind and it came to fruition. So we need to think of something. What, yeah. What can we make?
3: I don't know. If I f- think of something, I'm sorry, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be mine. You don't don't <laughs>
2: announce it on the radio at least. <laughs> someone after has the, the whereabouts to get it done, we'll do it. And no. be like, Oh, yeah, I invented this umbrella that pops out of your phone.
3: Oh, there we go. <laughs> Looking up uh, copyrights.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
3: How are you doing this morning? Good.
2: It's the ides of beware of the ides of March. You know what that is? The ides of March.
3: I've heard of it before. I, I, I don't celebrate it or whatever
2: it <laughs> Would you, I, you like to inform us? The day Julius Caesar was assassinated. Okay. March 15th, the Ides of March. And I know this because uh, when I worked at the inn, a coworker of mine, and I reach out to her every single March 15th, because I remember the Ides of March is a birthday. Her name is Kelly. Um, you know, I was talking to her one day. I'm like, when's your birthday? And she goes, beware of the Ides of March. I'm like, what the heck are you saying? She goes, the Ides of March. I'm like, what does that mean? And so she informed me that Julius Caesar was assassinated on the 15th of March, the Ides of March, the warning he got. And I'm like, oh, so every March 15th, I remember it's the Ides of March. Uh. And then I reached out to my friend. Once a year, send her a message saying happy birthday to her. Well,
3: oh, that's a nice way to remember it, you know, uh, or remember the Ides of March, whichever it is, whichever way you go. Her birthday, Ides of March. Yeah, I've heard of that before. Um, I I never really knew that it was something that people celebrated, though. That's uh, I learned something new today. Yeah, I don't know
2: if it's a celebration or just that today is the Ides of March. I think it's more of like a bad omen because he got the, if I have it right, Julius Caesar got the forewarning or someone warned him of the Ides of March and he paid no attention to it. Turns out he gets killed on the eyes of March.
3: I do you know who killed him?
2: Uh was it Brutus? Like E2 yeah, Brutus?
3: A, A2 Bruté. Yeah. Yes, that I know. I remember studying that in school.
2: See, some of the stuff sticks with us. Yeah. Some of the stuff sticks with us. On today's show, we have a lot going on. Now, Keith Urban, he extended his residency. New dates in November. We have your tickets in the 8 o'clock hour, 8:25 on those tickets. 7 o'clock hour. We've got tickets for you to go see Sting. That happens at 7:40. It's Wednesday, so we have two Truth and a lie that happens at 6.30. Are you ready to go this morning?
3: No, I am not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will be coming up with something here shortly. I got. I was driving to work this morning <laughs> thinking of some stuff that's happening in town. I'm like, oh, yes, I don't think I ever said that on the radio before. So I feel confident in... Uh for Two Truths and a Lie. And then up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you got for us?
3: Can you believe it? One of America's favorite shows is back. Two Hollywood A-listers are teaming up for a reality show. And Coors Light fans, a new way for the whole family to enjoy it. Even the kids. That's coming up next in What's Trending.
2: probably trending already
3: we're trending well
2: you do know that it's trending right Mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on Mix 94.1
3: alright Ted Lasso is trending the show is finally back and to the enjoyment of many fans season 3 of the hit Apple TV show started with the release of the first episode it actually was released last night a recap of season 2 for all of you just in case you're getting ready to get back into it. And you're like, wait, what? where did we leave off? So Ted's panic attacks were public. Um, Roy and Keeley are facing some issues. Coach Beard's relationship, um, his relationship with his girlfriend is not good. Uh, the assistant coach, Nate, left to West Ham United. And Rebecca is out for revenge. There is a uh, 30-second recap for you. The season opener is titled Smells Like Mean Spirit. And new episodes of the show will be released every Wednesday.
2: Which is a nice little recap, too, because we started last night, and Laura and I both turned to each other and I'm like, how did season two end? Yeah. And then it starts coming back as you're watching the episode, and it was a nice... I think it laid the groundwork for a nice season ahead, but as we went into it, I'm like, oh,
3: I forget everything that happened. I really like when they do a last season on blah, 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 and then you're, you, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I remember. Okay, now, let, all right, let's get started.
2: They didn't do one, uh, unless we skipped over it. Yeah, so we, that, that's nice that you have that little recap, when we started last night, there was nothing, maybe, I don't think we skipped it because we watched the intro to the show. There was no no recap. Maybe it's in there somewhere on Apple TV. You can see that. But it's nice knowing, like, reminders of what we missed or what we saw last season.
3: Also trending this morning is Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. They start together in HBO's True Detective, and now they're teaming up again on an unscripted show for Apple TV+. Plus. Now, the premise is a little interesting uh but with these i don't know these two they can they can make this work woody is going to move to matt's texas ranch where they and their families will attempt to live together it's a 10 episode series no word yet on the title or a start day but according to a press release it's a heartfelt odd couple love story revolving around Woody and Matt's quote, strange and
2: beautiful bond. I didn't know they were such I didn't know they were such close friends. That True Detective show was awesome. It was on for a couple seasons. Their season I thought was the best. It was a fantastic show.
3: It was really good. I love that one. So just that being said and with the personalities of those two, I may check this mm-hmm. out. I may watch an episode or two and just see where it goes. Finally this morning, Coors Light is trending. They are releasing limited edition, beer-flavored popsicles. They're meant to coincide with March Madness, which just started, and they're non-alcoholic. So the whole family can enjoy them together. The popsicles are being called Corsicles, and they're available at more than 800 bars throughout the country, or you can order a six pack through their online shop for $20. They're only releasing a limited number of them every day. And even though they're non-alcoholic, you do have to be 21 to order them. You can also enter to win a pack at slash Coors Coorsicles, and that is what's trending.
2: So it's Wednesday, which means we have Two Truths and a Lie coming up here in about 10 minutes. Are you ready now?
3: Um, yes. I just thought of something that happened a couple of weeks ago, and I, uh, I think that's what I'm going to go with. Perfect. Yes.
2: We'll, we'll do it here coming up in about 10 minutes. The game is Two
1: Truths and a Lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah,
3: because babies play that at their birthday
1: parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game.
3: It is Two Truths and One Lie, where two of us are telling you the truth about something, and one of us is telling you a lie. Can you tell who the liar is? We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. Like, subscribe, be a part of the family. You can just look up Mercedes in the Morning and join the fun. So... I was not prepared this morning, and I finally thought of something that I could use. Um, And I believe I go first today. So we'll put 30 seconds. We have 30 seconds to tell our uh, truth or lie to you, and then you can determine who is telling the truth and who is lying. So are you ready?
2: Yeah, you ready? Yes. Starts now.
3: So... When I was at the NASCAR races working last weekend, uh, someone parked in my parking spot on Sunday. Um, I had a reserved spot, and I get there, and someone's in it. So I'm waiting for them, because they're coming out to tell me where to park instead. And this lady is in the the same lot, looking around, like, looking around, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She thought someone stole her car. Turns out, three days before, she bought a new car, and she forgot about it. (laughs) And then she realized, oh... Wait, this is my car. I bought this car. So it was just kind of funny to see. The lady thought someone stole her car from inside a NASCAR track. And uh, the truth is she forgot she bought a new car. And uh, she she felt really stupid afterwards. And we all got a good (laughs) laugh out of it. She was very funny about it.
2: I think that happens more than more than we think. You come out, you forget where you parked and then especially if a new car. My god. Yeah,
3: it it, it was a nice car. I'm uh-huh. like I even made the joke to her. I was like, "How could you forget that you had a car like that?" <laughs> She's like, "I know." She's like, "I'm looking for this kind of car and I drive this kind of car." She's like, "I work so hard for it." So, it was just kind of a funny thing that I I saw someone thinking they lost their car when it, they were literally standing right next did to it. Did you end up going to get your reserved parking spot back? Like did they come out and then you were going back into your spot? No. Um, funny thing is, they told me to park in a different spot, and then um, they had the car towed. That was no way, spot. really. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could have been my story too, but they had it towed because they weren't towed. supposed to be there. Yeah. I was, I, part of me felt bad. I was like, oh man, this person's going to come in here and. Their car's gonna be gone, all because of me. But they're like, no, absolutely not. These are reserved spots. You're not supposed to park here. So did they tow
2: it to like the 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 impound lot, or just they tow it to like an open spot?
3: They towed it. There's like a a big lot outside the stadium, Uh outside the track, and (laughs) they towed it there. there. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so there's my story. Am I telling the truth, or am I lying? Did that just not happen, or? It's like, okay. I mean, how could you make that up? Let us know what you think. You can call us or text us 702-364-9400. JC, you are up next.
2: Okay, I was thinking about this because with President Biden in town and the road closures, I was thinking about my time in Washington, D.C. I spent five years in D.C. I was thinking that I ever meet a president. During my time in D.C., and the answer is no, but I did meet a First Lady, and that was First Lady Laura Bush, because George W. was president when I was in D.C. Our radio station won a service award. This was like November, December of 2001, and she was there as like the main presenter. She presented the award to us. Mayor Giuliani, uh, he won an award as well, so we got uh, the service award and got to meet First Lady Laura Bush.
3: Wow. Was it when you lived in D.C. or it was a different time?
2: It was when I lived in D.C. I was, uh, this, was, this was 2001. And having Giuliani down there at the time, this was right after 9-11, that was like, I mean, he was the man, you know, trying to help New York City back together after 9-11. He was there as well. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a cool thing to, to be up on stage. And the the female of our morning show gave like the little acceptance speech. But to be there on stage, like looking down at First Lady Laura Bush, sitting there in the front row, looking up at us was kind of a trip.
0: Did you get any pictures or videos of her, you and her?
2: We got a picture of Giuliani that I know because I think he had a thing for the girl on my morning show. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, this <laughs> guy over here. Uh, I have to go look because I, I am positive we took pictures with her. We had to have taken pictures yeah. with her because she was the, uh, the presenter that night.
3: That's cool. There's a lot of details in this. Usually you make up a lot of details when you're (laughs)
0: just <laughs> I feel like you you meet you meet a lot of people in DC, and I feel like I've heard a lot of the stories. And I don't know. I feel like we would have heard this. Agreed. I Agreed. I, and I love how we go both sides. We're like, oh, we believe you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe yeah, you. Yeah, That's interesting. When you lived there.
2: Wait a second. There were two. I couldn't tell you what their service award was, but yeah, it was two thousand and one. And and uh, it was neat being on stage, and uh, we were all nervous because the first lady was there, I and mean, the whole radio station was there. But the morning show went up too.
0: I don't believe you were nervous. That is—that's the <laughs> line. I
2: mean, like, there you are, First Lady. What's up? <laughs> All right,
0: Steph. Thirty seconds on the clock for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. This past Friday night, I went out with a couple of friends with James. It was me, James, my friend Jody, and my friend Alan, and we went out to Planet Hollywood. And I do not gamble. I don't know how to do any slot machines. I don't know tables or anything. But James is like, "Let's put a twenty-dollar bill into one of the slot machines at Planet Hollywood. It's right by the bathrooms. I don't know the." Slot slot machines and the names, but he's like putting it in. He's doing like a $1.20 bet. We're doing different bets. Jody goes. I want to do it. She hits it, and we get the major jackpot, and we win six hundred and twenty-two dollars. No,
2: no, no! Absolutely not! Liar! You You're have the told liar. us yes. You're Steph, the liar. We're game over.
0: <laughs> Remember, I've been holding out. I've been holding out on some two truths. You and lies. won
2: six hundred bucks over the weekend. Yes,
0: but we split it four ways, so I got like hundred and fifty-five dollars between all the four of us, and. We got cash from it which was pretty nice. It's all gone now the $155, but so fun. It's crazy how the how Jody's like, "I want to try boom, major jackpot."
2: Who Ooh. hit it? Joey hit it with your money? Jo- Jody. Jody. Jody hit it
0: with our money, but I'm like, "Let's split it four ways." This is this is an even distribution and James is like, "I'm all for it. Let's do it." There's no holding back here.
3: So we split it all four ways. Oh, I, I, there, I think there's so many lies in this. I don't think you split it. I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't think you want it.
3: I don't. I don't believe any of this. Oh
0: my god, oh, I you, love it. You
2: want it, and Jody's like, uh, I hit the button. The money's mine. Yeah, she but had it was the their
0: money. She had the good juju. She she put it all out there. So we wouldn't have done it without Jody. I oh.
2: envision this now turning like the, uh, the the Hangover movie. Then you guys went out and partied. Next thing you know, you're with Adele. It was just. Mm-hmm.
3: My Some things happened after that. Yes. (laughs) All right. What do you guys think? Who is the liar here? Let us know. You can comment on our YouTube channel. You can send us a text. It's 702-364-9400. This one says... Hmm, Mercedes just thought of something that happened a couple of weeks ago. Was that her having the lie trying to throw us off? Or does she have a truth and she slipped up? LOL. Uh, this one says, you guys are getting way too good at lying. I agree. Like, even when, you know, I do have the lie, I feel like, man, that sounded really believable. Do you guys feel like that? Yeah. Uh, even when yeah. you guys lie, I'm like. Steph mm-hmm. has the lie. She said, That's yeah. <laughs> uh, this one says, I think JC is lying. He would have dropped that nugget on us a long time ago. Uh, This says, Steph, you are such a liar. You would have talked about that first thing on Monday morning if you won that amount of money. Jeremiah says, Steph is the liar this week. Jan says, I think it's JC. We would have heard about Mrs. Bush before. Hmm. All right. Let's get the big reveal going. Who is truth teller number one?
2: Me and the first lady, Laura Bush. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: Wow, yeah. So you, how come you never talked about that before? I,
2: I don't know. It was just like, it was the thing. It was like Giuliani was the star that night. Everyone wanted to get pictures with him. So we had a picture with him and she was there. It wasn't like we're hanging out and drinking and stuff, but she was there presenting and in the front row. And yeah, it was a cool little thing. I'll look tonight. I'll look through my own photos. We have to have a picture uh, somewhere. So it was a big thing for the radio station to get this service award.
3: All right. Truth teller number two. It's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I saw a lady think her car was lost, but it was actually right there. She just bought a new car, which means... No big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Th-
0: everything was honestly true. We did hit a major jackpot. It just wasn't that much money. It was $27.
2: <laughs> cash out. Leave a major. winner. Yeah, me yeah. Win-
0: I was like, major jackpot. Everyone's coming around because it makes like all the big noises and the slot machine. And everyone's like, oh, how much do they win? We James goes to cash out.
3: $27. Hey, anytime you walk out with a win instead of a loss, that is a major jackpot. Thanks so I do too. agree with you on that. And congratulations. That's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> now,
2: coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you have for us?
3: All right. Do you ever expect to see things quote unquote normal again after the pandemic? We're going to talk about a new survey that just came out. Also, when you go out to eat, are you one of those people that likes to just split the bill evenly? Or do you like to pay for exactly what you get? And a lot of times kids will use abbreviations online through text. And some of them you may not even know what they mean. We're going to give you a little test to see how many you could get right. That's all coming up next in the Hot 3.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
0: silenced. Call silenced.
1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot Three on Mix Nutty 4.1.
3: Nearly half of Americans do not believe their lives will return to what they were before the COVID pandemic. As the three-year anniversary of the pandemic uh, approaches or is happening right now, actually, 47% told Gallup that their lives are not back to normal or they will never be. One third said life is back to what it was while 20% believe their life will eventually return to a sense of normalcy. The survey also revealed a sharp partisan divide. Half of Republicans say that their life is back to normal while just under a quarter of Democrats say the same thing. The main group saying normal will never return are women and also lower income adults.
2: Where do you fall in 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 that, that question? I mean,
3: I, I, I'd say it's, like 80 percent normal there's there are things i mean there are also like i i'm more aware of things than i was before um some businesses still have situations in place where they weren't there before um before the pandemic so i i mean i i'm close but i don't think i don't think it'll ever be a hundred percent i think we are going to take new steps uh, just to ensure that something like that doesn't happen again.
2: Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole different mindset. I mean, it changed the trajectory of everyone's lives. And, and, and I'm kind of right there with you where like mindset and certain things are not the same as they were before. But as far as like going to the gym and traveling and all that stuff, I feel like that's for me back to, in my little world, back to 100%. Going to dinner with friends and all this stuff we couldn't do during the pandemic. In my world, that's back.
3: Work wise, it's not back because I'm still in the studio. (laughs) But
2: that works out well, though. I like it. That's a plus. (laughs) I mean, it stinks that. I was thinking about that, too. I was thinking about how we used to be. I was actually watching a video of it, it was the anniversary of the Demon Dirt yesterday, that that segment we did uh, about five years ago. And I was watching that. We're all in the studio together, and then we used to leave the studio because people would come in after us, and we'd go into the office, and we spent like a lot of time together. But pandemic separate studios but you're in a much better situation in that room
3: i just have more of what i need Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of the stress off of you that i was having to rely on you for certain things and now i can just do it myself so that's a way that i really enjoy how uh it has changed things i mean i i I could go back in there today if i wanted to but it's just then i don't have the stuff i need
2: and and you look at pictures and stuff where you literally just had your laptop and that was it and and i think though if the pandemic didn't happen we go back to 2020 and someone says hey Mercedes you should go into that studio I'm like what no why would you put in a different studio we need to be in the same room I was
3: mad when they first told me I had to come in here I'm like come on we'll be fine Mm -hmm. and they're like no absolutely not you have to go in there I was so angry about it and now I'm like oh thank you by the way (laughs) it
2: works it does work
3: (laughs) also this morning if you suggest this the next time you're out to dinner with friends just know one or two of them may secretly hate you for it a new poll has found that a third of us don't think splitting a restaurant bill evenly is a good idea unless everyone's order costs the same. It was part of a bigger survey on sharing in general. And here's one more thing to think about that friend might also get annoyed if you. Tr- asked to try their food. Two-thirds of people said if someone asked to try their food, they consider not going out to eat with them again. And 46% <laughs> said it's a red flag on a first date. Oh, absolutely. On a first date, you can't ask to have someone's food. If they offer, like, hey, would you like a piece of my steak? Oh, sure. you would be like, "Ken, are you going to eat all that? That would be really weird.
2: <laughs> See, I'm the complete opposite. I go out with friends. I don't want to share. This is my food. Uh, if I got a first date and the, and the girl's like, oh my gosh, can I try your shrimp? Like, yeah. Here you go. Oh. Let me feed it to you. Mm. Uh-huh. This is more of an interaction between the two.
3: Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Most people admitted they usually say yes to that request anyway, just because saying no seems rude. But if they do say yes, those non chairs would like you to at least follow these two rules. Use your own fork and put it on a separate plate. Don't eat directly off of their plate
2: oh okay what, Fair about, enough. what about sharing drinks i got a buddy of mine that always he'll get different cocktails when we go to dinner you know take a sip and he'll, who wants to try it and laura always tries and he turns to me i'm like no i don't want to try it yeah looks around that thing that,
3: that reminds me of the communion cup at church where everyone <laughs> the father would just wipe it off i'm oh. like oh uh, and then we'd all keep drinking out of it. I was like, "Oh man, that's just not good." That
2: is awful. <laughs> do they still do that? Hopefully, I think that, they, that maybe that's in the pandemic change. They should at, not be doing that. At
3: the church that I would go to every now and then, they had like these little paper cups, uh-huh. and they put the wine in there, so you had your like individual shot <laughs> of it. I thought that was much more sanitary. I was a big fan of that one. Heck
2: yeah! So it's <laughs> the priest just wiping that cup down.
3: Oh my gosh! All right. Finally, this morning here is a test to make you feel old or young. If you nail it, someone. Uh, Posted a list of the most popular abbreviations that people use online or through text. And if you pay attention a little, you'll probably know most of the popular ones. Um, Like LOL means.
2: Laugh out loud. Yes.
3: FYI means. For
2: your information. Yes.
3: But how many of these other ones do you know? Uh Um, They'll get harder as I I give you them. So I think we'll start out with a a couple of easy ones DM. Direct message. BRB. Be right back. Uh,
2: TBH. To be, to be held to be, TBH. Too much TBH. Uh, I, I thought this was an easy so one. So did I. To... Steph, TBH.
0: To be honest. yeah. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, I knew that one.
0: <laughs> I know you did. You just uh, forgot. Yeah, I did. IRL.
2: IRL. I. Really love. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, uh, we are. We met online and uh, want to meet IRL.
2: In real person, in real life. Yes. Oh.
3: Right. Um, TTYL.
2: TTYL. Um, Two Time Your Lover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I kind of like your version to <laughs> Time like... Your Lover. Oh, what is my TTYL? God. Talk to you later. Oh, yes. I knew that one, too. Right? Yeah.
3: Uh, NBD. NBD? Yes. No bad... No? <laughs> We're on the radio, Jay-Z.
2: No bad uh, days. Yes, no bad days. <laughs> no, it's not that. No b- business, damn it.
3: Damn. <laughs> Steph, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> it's no big deal. You don't know these, Jay-Z? I
0: know. I got to
2: start using these. So I'm, so, I'm like, no big deal. Uh, FTW. FTW. <laughs> For... For the win. Yes. Yes. SMH.
3: Shaking my head. Yes. Um, OMW.
2: Oh my word.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right? I
2: think I've used this one with you before. OMW. Oh my. Oh my. On my will. On my. Oh my. No. You're so close. Oh. You're so close. You You said two of the three words. Oh, my. No. My word. On my word. Nope. You got two out of the three oh. words. On my. So it's my word I have. No. No. My. Yes. yes. Oh. No. O-M-W. Outside my window. Steph.
0: On my way. On my way. On my way. On my way.
3: Yes. Oh, um. okay. Last one. Let me see. S O M L.
2: S O M L. Yes, shaking off my love.
3: <laughs> let me <laughs> let me try to use it in context. Uh, I send you. We're talking about. Um, uh, I, I I got I, I got rear-ended today, and I'm like, oh, got rear-ended today. S O M L.
2: So that's something. My luck. No. What? I would. Mercedes is rear-ended. It so, work. my luck.
0: It could work, but that's not it. What is it? What is it? Story say? of my life. Ah, Story of my life.
2: You've ah. got some studying to do. I front. do. <laughs> I do. We're going to quiz
0: you later. <laughs>
2: Coming up, we have our 7 a.m. social club. We'll be live on Facebook and YouTube, and that starts in three minutes.
3: Live on our YouTube channel right now and on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. It is the 7 a.m. social where we broadcast live during the songs during the commercials on air um i'm kind of paranoid this morning because i'm looking at myself on the screen and the 7 a.m social and i used a new concealer this morning and it's not working i like see the circle like the dark circles under my eyes and so i'm really upset about this that new you look fine the new concealer did not work i am not a fan so i can't I remember see, the name i
2: don't see any uh black circles
3: Nope. No, nope. so See, I get the closer I get, the closer I get to the light. So it helps so okay. us. <laughs> it doesn't All work. I... I know. I'm telling you, it's just, I'm having one of those days. I'm like, Oh, I look terrible this morning. But anyway, you can see for yourself on the 7am social. So have you ever referred someone to a business and they turned out to be a horrible customer? You did this stuff. What happened? I was at
0: Momo's groomer yesterday. He goes to a place and, um, it was a dog grooming place. And I've referred a couple of my friends there that ha- also have dogs. And I pick up Momo. He's nice. He's fresh. He's cute and clean. And the first thing he's they said when I walked in, they said, sorry, we had to fire your friend. I'm like, what What do you mean? And they, they talk about the friend. And I'm like, oh, that friend. Because I've referred a couple. And then they said, "Um, yeah, they would complain about things that weren't our fault. And secondly... They would book appointments, three to four appointments. They have done no shows where they said, Yep, Saturday 3 p.m., no show, three to four times. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. They said, don't be sorry. It's not your fault. Um, But they did say, we're surprised that your friend didn't say anything. I'm like, well, I really haven't seen that friend around. But at the same time, man, that sucks. Yeah, fire the people. If they're not working out for your business, just, you know, scratch my
3: referral. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's frustrating when you do make that referral and then they treat your friend or the place of business that you go to terribly and you, you have to i feel like you have to be kind of selective on who you refer to whoever because that's happened to me before and i'm just like okay from now on i'm only referring them if i really really trust them otherwise i'd be like mm, i don't know i don't know where you go for something like that
2: when oh, your referrals are good oh are real good but you still the same bug guy
3: Yes, I do. Same
2: same. You yes. referred him to me years ago. Probably man, coming up on 10 plus years for this bug guy. That's how good of a bug guy he is.
3: Uh that that one um uh, didn't I give you a painter?
2: Painter was fantastic. Yeah. The first painter though, he just he disappeared. He was awesome.
3: He was amazing. And then yeah, we just lost him. He, he I don't know what happened to the him.
2: second painter was fantastic as well. Um Yeah. I'm, remember he came over to give my estimate, though. He took a dump in my house.
3: Oh, I remember you said that. I felt really bad about that. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. Yeah, what are you supposed to he do? He did a great
2: job. He's a great painter. He's a fantastic painter. I'm trying to think of the other recommendations. Uh, the, when our water heater went, pfft. He gave me a recommendation. That day it was done.
3: Oh, that that's, yeah, that was a good recommendation. we They were recommended to us, so I was happy. See, I will give you referrals because I know you'll treat them well. I know you'll take care of them. I know you won't be wishy-washy on them. Um, some of the referrals I've given in the past were, like, especially with, um, w- like, beauty stuff, hair, skin, stuff like that. I've made some referrals, and, and like, my hair lady's like, what was that? Like, text me. I'm like, what was what? Like... That person you just sent to me, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? They're like, uh, they were not nice. They uh. they changed their mind on what they wanted. Their one-hour service turned into a three-hour service. I didn't have the time. They got mad when I said I couldn't do it. I was just like, I am so sorry. Oh, my gosh. You just feel terrible. And it
2: comes back on you. They could have been a random customer that booked on their own and had that same experience and it would have fallen back on you. But the fact that you said, hey, you know, Beth is going to come see you. And it goes, it goes sideways. It falls back back on you
3: yeah it's uh it's a touchy thing do you give referrals to anyone
2: i do if if people ask yeah i I certainly will i mean they're all your referrals (laughs) do you
3: analyze who you're giving it to
2: no i no i don't no but if someone like um but i've had the same thing where i recommended someone to go see my my guy larry 30 minutes late it's just like oh dude looks bad on you did he fire him no, they got everyone back. He oh. Just did one and done haircut.
3: Oh, one and done. One and done. Oh, those.
2: Oh, actually, then I have another. Yeah, I've got. I tell you off the air. I, I referred someone to a friend, and the business was. <laughs> I gotta tell you off the air. What? I'll tell you off the oh, air. I tell you. Well, this is why you want to be on the seven a.m. No, I'll social. tell you eight <laughs> uh, oh five. Uh Coming up this hour, there's tickets to go see Sting. We have them at seven forty.
1: All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily
2: Dirt on Mix 94.1. So Harry Styles apparently has a secret girlfriend, and it's speculated to be Australian influencer... Yan Yan Chan. So this is according to the Daily Mail. A source claims that Harry initiated their friendship by sliding into Chan's DMs. Styles allegedly invited her to a private after party in Sydney in March. The two have never been pictured together. So I guess this is all speculation. But they're still keeping their alleged relationship a secret. Reports suggest that they took a secret getaway together while Harry was touring Australia in February.
3: Oh, man. Well, that's a that uh, he seems like he would be a really good boyfriend. I mean, maybe I don't ask Olivia Wilde if that's the case, but he just seems like he'd be very sweet.
2: Well, he is not performing at King Charles's coronation in May. I don't think anyone is. He's having a hard time getting it. Lionel Richie is. Lionel Richie.
3: Take that without Robbie Williams.
2: Yes. And get this. So the BBC has launched an X-Factor-style talent search to find singers for a coronation choir that will perform for the King. Oh, man. They're doing... They're doing a game show to find people to perform for the king. So they're encouraging all singers from beginner beatboxers to professional jazz performers. Beginner
3: beatboxers. (laughs) He's the king. (laughs) He's the king. (laughs) Like, what are they going to do? Keep (laughs) going.
2: You might be there.
3: (laughs) Ring, ring, everybody. Answer the phone. It's the king. Ring, ring. I'm gonna try out,
2: ladies and gentlemen. So good, beatboxer Mercedes (laughs) Martinez. There's the king (laughs) watching, nodding his head. (laughs) That's really bad. So, we'll see what happens to that coronation that's coming up in May. It's gonna be a show. Adele might be sticking around the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace for more residency dates. Her residency is set to end March 25th. So, according to Johnny Katz. A lot of the show's technical infrastructure is reportedly staying in place or is going to be stored in the venue. He says that Adele could possibly perform in Caesars. They got an opening from August through the first week of November or in June between Jerry Seinfeld's dates and Garth Brooks' dates.
3: Oh, that would would be great. I I hope more people get to see that show. It really is fantastic.
2: We were talking in the 7 a.m. Social Club some sports stuff how Darren Waller was traded to the Giants. Kelsey Plum they just got married the two of them.
3: Yeah, and uh they're not have or Kelsey uh, she uh she kind of went off in very few words, where uh, someone had tweeted. Robert Griffin tweeted like, "Wow, they just got married. Uh, coach must not be a romantic." And she she retweeted it writing, probably because he wasn't invited to the wedding. Yee. So I think there's not great blood there. No, I don't know. <laughs> no,
2: so that was that. Uh, that was breaking news uh, on um, on um, Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever that yesterday was. Billy Eilish has a new Nike Air Force One sneaker coming. So tell me more about this. You know anything about it? her next Air Force One silhouette low in white is going to arrive March 22nd on her website before hitting the sneakers app and select retail stores on March 23rd. Is this a thing? Is this a big thing?
3: She's she's had some um, sneakers in the past. She had um, these. Uh, Steph, did you see the ones that she had that were like Velcro? I think it was called the mushroom. Did you ever see that one? Yes, I did. I my for
0: my taste, it wasn't for me. But there were, I like the ones that she released. They were like all neon green.
3: Yeah, those were those cool. cool. So the new one, it's like, it, it looks like an Air Force, a regular white Air Force One, but it has like this quilting, I guess, um, pattern on it. Mm-hmm. I, they look clean. I like them. I would, uh, depending on how much they cost, I would consider getting a pair. Uh, they're $140. Bucks. Um, but that yeah, seems reasonable in the shoe world. In the shoe world, I, for an Air Force One, it's a little expensive. Air Force Ones are not typically that much. But, I mean, if you're a big fan, I could see getting them.
2: Well, a pair of Michael Jordan's Red Air Jordan 13s from Game 2 of the 1998 NBA Finals are going up for auction. And they're expected to go for around $4 million. Oh,
3: my gosh. That is... That's ridiculous. $4 I'm million for a pair I, of shoes. I don't care who owned it. That's just crazy.
2: A jersey, by the way, from the same series, sold for $10 million last year.
3: Wow. If only you had that money that you could buy stuff like that, right?
2: Oh, yeah. $10 million on a jersey yeah. just to hang up in your house. Dear lords. Dear lords. Okay, tickets to go see Sting. We have them for you this hour. Actually, it's 740. Tickets to go see Sting. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Yep.
3: If you are not on our 7 a.m. social right now, you are missing out. We are talking on the air, off the air. You can see what goes on behind the scenes. And we were just talking to the people on our 7 a.m. social about our women that wow. Every Wednesday for the month of March, we are introducing you to a woman that absolutely wows. And we are really excited about our guest this morning. She is truly a woman that wows. It is the president of the Las Vegas raiders sandra douglas morgan she will be joining us as we uh present her with the one of the awards for the women that wow and i think we have a lot to talk to her about not just about her amazing background and how she got to where she's at but there's probably a couple of other raider related stories that's going on right now that maybe we could bring up with her
2: yeah it's a big week for the raiders so let's yeah. going on with the organization for right sure, now for sure i uh, well, okay um First off, I'm about to be invited to a bachelor party, and I'm not sure I want to go. Uh, we have a friend of ours that's getting married in June, and uh, I say friend of ours. She's probably closer to Laura uh, than she is me, and um, she informed Laura that her fiance is going to invite me to the bachelor party, and they're in their 20s, and I don't know this guy that well, so when it comes to my invitation, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pass on it, but she did, in conversation, tell Laura that his, this guy's dad is also going to be at the bachelor party. Did you have your parents? Was your mom? At your bachelorette party. And anyone out there, did you invite your mom or your dad to your bachelor or bachelorette party?
3: I didn't really have a typical bachelorette party. Mine was more just going out with two of my bridesmaids and a couple other friends. And we went to like a bar. I I don't think we did karaoke. Maybe we did do karaoke. It was just not like the typical bachelorette party. It was very low key. It was out to dinner The bar, that was it. And no, my mom wasn't there. I wouldn't have minded if she was there, but it was just a very small group and and we just did that. So um, if it were... The kind where, like, the bride wears a veil and all her girls are dressed in pink and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm I'm the bride and all that. That's super adorable. And I'm not knocking it in any way. But if it was that kind of b- bachelorette party, I probably wouldn't have wanted my mom to be there. I think that not only would I be uncomfortable, but I think she would really be uncomfortable, too.
2: It could be a weird situation, right? Anyone do it? How did it go for you? 702-364-9400. Um, for my bachelor party... My dad didn't come out. My brother didn't come out. My best man was my buddy Gil. And he asked me, he's like, do you want me to, like, invite them? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably the proper thing to do, but I know they're not going to come. And if they did say yes, I would try to stop it because, yeah, it was just a, I don't know. I wouldn't want my dad and even, like, my brother in that situation. Um, it was my buddies that kind of got crazy. I was pretty reserved during my bachelor party, but I just would not want them there. I don't know. It's just like a, weird, a weird thing. I wouldn't want to be sitting there at a, at a strip club. You know, next to my dad. Not that he would come to, maybe would have came to the dinner and then went back to bed or something. But I would not be want to be sitting there in the strip club, like, yeah what do you think of these dad it just it doesn't work for me
3: it's a, it, but maybe that's just like not the relationship you True. have with your dad maybe some sons and fathers are like oh yay check it out dad hey i'll buy you a lap dance <laughs> and, and if that's your relationship that's cool mm-hmm. like i i think it just it really does depend on that and um not putting them in an uncomfortable situation like i care about how they feel more than i care about how i feel i i wouldn't want my mom to be like why are you doing this to me <laughs> <laughs> I, I would feel so bad if that happened.
2: She's uh, sipping a drink out of a penis bottle. Mm. Oh, geez. <laughs> Don't match that party, do that.
3: I I don't know. I just know. Just <laughs> that you love saying that word on the air uh, so much, and that's like your favorite thing to say. <laughs>
2: what it's, we're talking about? bachelorette parties. I
3: know. It's just so funny. Every time you say it, I'm kind of like whoa, kind of jarred <laughs> by it. It's so so funny. With the,
2: the, the, the pinata, pinata. Yeah,
3: yeah, I just I don't know. I I'm not like you know trying to be like that person and stuff, but I just picture like the little kid in the car and then. Jay-Z says it. Can I say? And everyone's like, Whoa. you know what I mean. But I think I will it,
2: change my ways.
3: No, I don't. I you do do not change a single thing about yourself. You're no. I don't want to. No, are.
2: listen. I don't want any kids being comfortable with my with my speaker on the radio. So yeah, I'll it's change a, it. It's it to, a
3: medical. It's a medical term. Is we'll it change not? it to pinata. <laughs> is it a medical term? And then when they have a, a pinata at a party, they're like, hey, it's a. <laughs> they use the other word now.
2: <laughs> so uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just wouldn't want my my parents. Like you said, it depends on the relationship. Everything does. And you do it, so be it. But I just wouldn't want to be at a, a strip club with my dad and, like, even my brother. Like, ah. That would be weird. It's weird for me, yeah. Um.
3: This text says, my mother-in-law walked out of mine. Mine was at the male level at Olympic Gardens. I went to a bachelorette party that was there. That was uh, interesting. I didn't realize that there was, like, the men upstairs the ladies downstairs, and then apparently by the end of the night, they all kind of mix up together. Oh, and it ends up one yeah, day party. That's what, I, that's what I was gathering. I didn't stay the whole night, but it was pretty interesting.
2: We've got those tickets for you to go see Sting coming up here in just about five minutes, and we also have the Hot Three. What do you have for us?
3: Alright, so the president is in town this morning. The areas you will want to avoid while the motorcade rolls through town. Also, what is the perfect nap, in your opinion? How long is it where is it a psychologist who specializes in behavioral sleep medicine says there is a sweet spot we'll tell you what it is coming up and if you're a new parent think about this what is the most annoying advice that you get within the first six months of having your kid we're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three If you are not on our 7 a.m. social right now, you are missing out. We are talking on the air, off the air. You can see what goes on behind the scenes. And we were just talking to the people on our 7 a.m. social about our Women That Wow. Every Wednesday for the month of March, we are introducing you to a woman that absolutely wows. And we are really excited about our guest this morning. She is truly a woman that wows. It is the president of of the las vegas raiders sandra douglas morgan she will be joining us as we uh present her with the one of the awards for the women that wow and i think we have a lot to talk to her about not just about her amazing background and how she got to where she's at but there's probably a couple of other raider related stories that's going on right now that maybe we could bring up with her
2: yeah it's a big week for the raiders so let's <laughs> yeah. going on with the organization for right sure, now. for sure i uh well, okay um First off, I'm about to be invited to a bachelor party, and I'm not sure I want to go. Uh, we have a friend of ours that's getting married in June, and uh, I say friend of ours. She's probably closer to Laura uh, than she is me, and um, she informed Laura that her fiancé is going to invite me to the bachelor party, and they're in their 20s, and I don't know this guy that well. So when it comes to my invitation, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pass on it, but she did in conversation tell Laura that his, this guy's dad is also going to be at the bachelor party. Did you have your parents? Was your mom? At your bachelorette party. And anyone out there, did you invite your mom or your dad to your bachelor or bachelorette party?
3: I didn't really have a typical bachelorette party. Mine was more just going out with two of my bridesmaids and a couple other friends. And we went to like a bar. I I don't think we did karaoke. Maybe we did do karaoke. It was just not like the typical bachelorette party. It was very low key. It was out to dinner the bar that was it and no my mom wasn't there i wouldn't have minded if she was there but it was just a very small group and and we just did that so um if it were the kind where like the bride wears a veil and all her girls are dressed in pink and stuff like that and it's like i'm i'm the bride and all that that's super adorable and i'm not knocking it in any way but if it was that kind of b- bachelorette party I probably wouldn't have wanted my mom to be there. I think that not only would I be uncomfortable, but I think she would really be uncomfortable, too.
2: It could be a weird situation, right? Anyone do it? How did it go for you? 702-364-9400. For my bachelor party... My dad didn't come out. My brother didn't come out. My best man was my buddy Gil. And he asked me, he's like, do you want me to like, invite them? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably the proper thing to do, but I know they're not going to come. And if they did say yes, I would try to stop it because, yeah, it was just a, I don't know. I wouldn't want my dad and even like my brother in that situation. Um, it was my buddies that kind of got crazy. I was pretty reserved during my bachelor party, but I just would not want them there. I don't know. It's just like a weird, a weird thing. I wouldn't want to be sitting there at a, at a strip club. You know, next to my dad. Not that he would come to, maybe would have came to the dinner and then went back to bed or something. But I would not be want to be sitting there in the strip club, like, yeah, what do you think of these, dad? It just, it doesn't work for me.
3: It's a, it, but maybe that's just like not the relationship you True. have with your dad. Maybe some. Sons and fathers are like, oh, yeah, check it out. Dad, hey, I'll buy you a lap dance. And <laughs> and if that's your relationship, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it just it really does depend on that and um, not putting them in an uncomfortable situation. Like, I care about how they feel more than I care about how I feel. I, I wouldn't want my mom to be like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I, I would feel so bad if that happened. It's,
2: she's uh, sipping a drink out of a penis bottle. Mm. Oh, geez. <laughs> Don't to that do that.
3: I I don't know. I just know. Just that you love saying that word on the air uh, so much, and that's like your favorite thing to say. <laughs>
2: what? It's, we're talking about bachelor parties. I
3: know. It's just so funny. Every time you say it, I'm kind of like whoa, kind of jarred <laughs> by it. It's so so funny. With
2: the, 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 the pinata. Pinata. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I just I don't know. I I'm not like you know trying to be like that person and stuff. But I just picture like the little kid in the car and then. Casey says it. Can I see? And everyone's like, oh, you know what I mean? But I think I will
2: change my ways.
3: No, I don't. I, you do, do not change a single thing about yourself. You're a No, I don't want to. No, are.
2: listen, I don't want any kids being comfortable with my, with my speaker on the radio. So yeah, I'll it's, change it's, it. To, it's, a
3: medic, it's a medical term. Is we'll it change not? it to piñata. <laughs> is it a medical term? And then when they have a, a piñata at a party, they're like, hey, it's a. <laughs> they use the other word now.
2: <laughs> so uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't want my, my parents. Like, you said it it depends on the relationship everything does and you do it so be it but i just wouldn't want to be at a a strip club with my dad and like even my brother like ah that would be weird It's weird for me yeah
3: um this text says my mother-in-law walked out of mine mine was at the male level at olympic gardens i went to a bachelorette party that was there that was uh interesting i didn't realize that there was like the men upstairs the ladies downstairs. <laughs> and then apparently by the end of the night, they all kind of mix up together. Oh, and it ends up one yeah, day party. That's what, I, that's what I was gathering. I didn't stay the whole night, but it was pretty interesting.
2: We've got those tickets for you to go see Sting coming up here in just about five minutes. And we also have the hot three. What do you have for us? All
3: right. So the president is in town this morning. The areas you will want to avoid while the motorcade rolls through town. Also, what is the perfect nap in your opinion? How long is it? where is it a psychologist who specializes in behavioral sleep medicine says there is a sweet spot we'll tell you what it is coming up and if you're a new parent think about this what is the most annoying advice that you get within the first six months of having your kid we're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three
2: 4.1 Mercedes in the morning. All right, let's
3: get us a winner. It's Joseph. Joseph, your caller, 20.
2: Oh,
5: how exciting. Thank you, guys.
3: You're welcome. You're going to see Sting, my songs, a Las Vegas residency at the Coliseum on April 9th. Uh, you just got those tickets for free. Thank you so much for listening this morning, Joseph.
2: That is so awesome. I listen every morning. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Oh, we appreciate you, Joseph. Hold on one second. And more of these Sting tickets tomorrow morning at 740. and the next hour, 825 tickets for you to go see Keith Urban. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot Three on Mix Nutty
3: 4.1. President Joe Biden was spending the night in Las Vegas last night after attending a private fundraiser. He arrived at Harry Reid International Airport on Air Force One around 6.15. A motorcade then escorted him to a private home in the Tournament Hills section of Summerlin. He is expected to discuss plans to lower the price of prescription drugs during an event uh, this morning at UNLV. The president will then leave Las Vegas in the afternoon for Washington, D.C. Now, if you're driving around, here's where you want to avoid because of the presidential motorcade. Uh, Expect closures on Maryland Parkway from Tropicana to Russell from 1215 to 1245 Metro warned that this area is going to be blocked off, and then the airport connector will also be closed around that time due to the president's movement.
2: I wonder if he'll get the drip when he goes through it
3: yeah, the little drip yeah. that <laughs> lands on your windshield every time you go through there i uh I wasn't caught in it yesterday, but i was uh I was going to work at Channel A and I was driving down there, and Metro was already setting up like there was just stops everywhere and they hadn't closed anything down so after we got done with the show um i knew that they were going to close things down around 5 30 to 6 30 and so it's four o'clock i'm like are we good i want to beat this uh, presidential motorcade so luckily we got through with no problems but there was a ton of traffic yesterday it was so bizarre like i don't know if it had to do with that and them getting ready for it or what but i have never sat in so much traffic in las vegas Ever since I've lived here. I just, there was nothing happening. There was no accidents. I turned on my ways. I was like, what is going on? And, uh, there was nothing on there other than just a lot of traffic. And
2: this was driving home from Chatley. Yeah, I wonder if people, same thing, they live in there or work in that area, were trying to get out of work early to beat the shutdowns. So there's more traffic at four o'clock.
3: That's probably what it was. Yeah, I just uh, there was there, there was a lot happening. So just beware today if you're driving in those areas. There's going to be some traffic for you too. Also, this morning, if you still have not adjusted to the time change, a nap could be very helpful. Just do not sleep too long. Uh, psychologists who specialize in behavioral sleep medicine say that the sweet spot for a nap is 20 to 30 minutes. If you nap any longer than that, you start getting into the deeper stages of sleep and then you'll wake up feeling really groggy. Just 20 to 30 minutes is enough to give you a boost in energy, help you focus, improve your mood. Uh, They suggest setting an alarm for 30 minutes. That gives you five to 10 minutes to fall asleep and then 20 minutes of actual sleep time. Just don't don't do it too late in the day. They say not to lap, uh, not to nap less than eight or nine hours before your normal bedtime. For most people, that means no naps after 2 PM or so.
2: I took one last. It would have been last Thursday at like seven o'clock at night. I took a, a nap oh at seven gosh. o'clock at night. It was just a busy day. Um, Got did, did our show, the TV show got home. I was just running around. I of more stuff I had to do that night for some stuff that was happening on Friday. And we finished dinner, and it's 7 o'clock, and, and Laura's starting to wine. I'm like, I'm exhausted, but I've got more stuff to do. And I didn't want to do sucked out another Red Bull. So I'm, like, I'm going to shut my eyes for 10 minutes. Legit took a 10-minute nap at 7 o'clock at night. Woke up. Refreshed enough to get the rest of my stuff done the rest of the evening. But as I'm lying down, it's like I'm like, I'm napping at seven o'clock at night. That, this is a little late. I would
3: never would have been able to fall asleep after that. Oh, actually I lie. I can fall asleep anytime, anyplace. With our
2: hours, yeah. Yeah. Give us time, we can fall asleep.
3: I don't I don't nap during the week. I don't really have time to. Um, but if I do take a nap, the ones I take on the uh, weekends. Those are not twenty minutes, they're not ten minutes, they're not half hour. I have to take at least a two-hour nap. I need to know I have a two-hour window. I want to fall into the deepest stages of REM sleep. I want to be cuddled up. I want the the shutters shut, dark. Leave me alone. It's like I turn into Dracula. I just go into this 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 darkness and two. 20-minute naps, 30-minute naps, they do nothing for me. I need a long you
2: one. You want to get in on this yes. thing? Are you setting an alarm? You tell someone, hey, wake me up in two hours. How do you get up?
3: I wake up naturally. Mm-hmm. I say, I feel like when my body is ready to wake up, it will wake up. But there's been times where my husband comes in, he's like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, what time is it? (laughs) He's like, it's five o'clock. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. I laid down at one. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) All right. I'm ready to go (laughs) now. Um, Finally, this morning, every parent's favorite thing to do is dole out advice to new parents. And some of it is helpful. A new poll, though, found that on average, new parents receive 200 pieces of useful advice in the first six months. That is more than one tip per day. So it can get old. And what are the most annoying pieces of advice that you can give a new parent? Well, according to a new survey, they are the following sleep when the baby sleeps. That's always, it, it's so funny. And the people who tell you that act like they just thought of it. They're like, I have some advice for you sleep when the baby sleeps. <laughs> Oh, really? Wow. That's pretty insightful. I'd never heard that one before. Um, This one says, here's what I did with my kids and they turned out fine. Another piece of advice that's annoying to new parents. Stop holding them so much. You'll spoil them. I remember I had so many people tell me that and I was like, so what? I, if they, you're if not they supposed want to hold to, your baby well like if they cry and oh, whine a lot okay. you're supposed to leave them let and them then, ride it out i i'm like if my baby wants to be near me and wants me to hug it and wants to be comforted i'm gonna do that i'm sorry i don't care i and you know that's so many people be like they're gonna be so spoiled i'm like okay so, turned out fine yeah that's fine yeah this is advice number two why well, that's what i did with my kids and they turned out fine. yeah um don't wait too long before you have another one is another piece of advice that uh new parents hate and uh let them cry it out that kind of goes with the don't hold them so much um yeah, I I will only give advice when asked. I have learned my lesson. I do not want to give unsolicited <laughs> advice on stuff we like don't, that. I don't
2: see walking around. Is that your first? That's your new baby. Don't wait too long for the next one. Yeah. You're dizzying on all these things. Oh, sleep when they sleep.
3: If you let them sleep in your bed, they're never going to leave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, I just met you. Why are you telling me this stuff? <laughs> Here in the 8 o'clock hour, those tickets to go see Keith Urban. That's going to happen at 825 when you win. Heads up.
3: My kid asked me the weirdest question the other night, and I was really taken off guard on this one because in a way it's kind of sad to think about it, but on the other side, uh, I, I think it's, it gives you hope and it makes you smile in the long run. So I've talked about this before. When I go for walks or when I'm sitting here in my little studio and I look out the window and I see a hummingbird, in my mind, that's my dad who passed away coming back and saying hi, just popping in and saying hello. And I, it always makes me smile. And I, I usually wear a necklace with a hummingbird on it, it for him. And it's just it's, it's just something that makes me happy when I see it. And so the other day, Matt and I went on a walk and it was really nice outside and I saw the first hummingbird for me of the year like it's been cold i haven't seen him and i go oh my gosh that's a hummingbird and he's like what's up Emilio?" (laughs) and i was like hi dad and i was just so excited i haven't seen one at all this this year and so we were talking about it at dinner and and brooklyn says to me when you die what are you gonna come back as it was just so it, it was like i looked at her I'm like what she goes when you die what are you going to come back as?
2: Like, hey, Mom, what should I <laughs> be on the lookout for when this goes down? Just so I know. Take the guessing game out of it. Like,
3: no sadness, no uh, sorrow in her voice. So so when you die, what's going to happen now? I was just like, um, I don't know. I'm like, let me think about that. Have you ever thought about that? If you believe in that sort of thing, if you believe that um, there's a sign or something pops up in front of you and you're like, oh, that's my relative, saying hello to me what is that item or what is that that sign is it a time on a clock is it um something in nature is it an animal what what is that thing that in your mind indicates a lost loved one coming back and saying hello. Does anyone else even do that? Or am I the only one? 702-364-9400. Do you do that with anyone? Anyone that you've lost, you see something and you're like, oh, that's a sign. That's a sign from them.
2: Um, Like it's, it's, it's there's certain 80 songs that pop on. I immediately think of like my, uh, my uncles uh, that passed away. There were uncle that passed away. That was really into that uh, genre of music. And I just think of them. It's like the cars drive. It's like, it's weird, but to me, it's like the sign from him down to me. Like, like, oh, thinking of you from up here, and now I'm thinking of him down here, because that song just takes me back to my time uh, at my grandmother's house and and with those uncles. So it's a song for me, not necessarily a thing, but an audio uh, clue for me.
3: I think a lot of people will have songs that that just will randomly come on, and they're like, oh, that's uncle so-and-so, or that's aunt, whatever. And I think that's super sweet. I mean, I do believe in in a higher power, and I do believe that things are not by chance sometimes, and, and... Those are the things that you look out for. And even if it's not true, it at least gives you hope and it makes you smile. So how can that be a bad thing? So I I started thinking about it and I was like, what, what do I want to be my sign for them? Like, what is it going to be a song? And I'm just trying to think like, what do I relate to what would be something that would be a good sign for them and i thought you know what i like the hummingbird thing and this way i can give them one of them my necklace that i wear and they can wear it i'll hand it down and i said okay i'm gonna be a hummingbird too so just so you know when i pass look out for a hummingbird and that'll be me and she's like okay got it <laughs> Like she made a mental note and I just thought it was really sweet does anyone else do that let's uh let's talk to Dina Dina do you have something that you see that you think is someone coming back and saying hello
0: oh my gosh Mercedes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's okay get through what do you what um, do you look for uh a
3: butterfly for my mom is it a, like and, a particular uh, kind, or is why why a butterfly? Why is that her sign?
0: Uh, she loves butterflies. Um, for me, getting tattoos, I thought through getting tattoos, I found out I love butterflies. Um, so yeah, it just it's a butterfly. Um, and uh, JC had mentioned when he hears music on the phone, uh, my best friend's daughter passed away a few years ago, and. There's a particular song that comes on. I can't remember it at the moment, but whenever I hear it, I say hello to her because I feel like it's her
3: saying hi. That's wow. really cool. And in, in how we can put music to people, you know? Yeah. Um, someone just uh, said, our, uh, our friend says hello in the form of the song Safety Dance, LOL. He was the biggest jokester. Every time we hear it, we can't help but dance. Uh, this one says... Uh, we took our three-year-old to Shark Reef. She got to pet a stingray, and said, "I got to pet Grandma Moana because of this movie." Because of the movie, th- th- I mean that like she made that happen. That's really cute. Eleven Eleven. Um, hummingbirds make me think of my grandma. Someone said, "What are you going to be? What are you? What, what's going to be your sign?"
2: Uh, I was trying to think about that. So I have a I mean, strong connection to Jax. He's a cattle dog. Um, maybe I'll come back as a coyote. A coyote. So when you see a coyote, think of me. When I pass and the coyote comes by, don't panic. Don't panic. No need to panic or anything. It's me. It's all good. What's up?
3: I was trying to think like what I would (laughs) equate with you. And it really does depend on the person who's making the call. Yes. Uh If I saw something and I'd be like, oh, JC, I think for me it would be like, a can of Red Bull. <laughs> He's drinking Red Bull. i like, oh, oh, there's JC saying hello to me. How oh, sweet. In random spots, too. Like, yes. look at that. There's a sugar
2: free Red Bull right there.
3: A crushed can on the street. Like, there you are. There he What's is. going on, buddy?
2: <laughs> Good to see you. And then there's a hummingbird next to it. It's like Mercedes and JC together. Yes, exactly. This is yeah. so sweet. All of a sudden, the cars comes on the radio. And be like, wow, and JC's dead uncle.
5: Wow, everyone is hanging out today. It's a party. Safety <laughs> Dance is the follow up song.
2: Coming up this hour, there's tickets to go see Keith or That happens at 825. Keith Urban extended his residency, and you're going to go see him because you actually have your tickets coming up here in just about five minutes. Those are yours when you win heads up.
3: You said something uh, on the show yesterday, and I think you might have mentioned it just last hour. We were talking about the president being in town and how there's those presidential motorcades all over the place, and you just want to avoid them because traffic is backed up, roads are closed, and all that. And what you said was uh, if you're from... Washington, D.C., then you know all about the presidential motorcades. You lived oh, there yeah. for a few years yep. and, and you experienced it.
2: Oh, yeah, I had no idea. I just I was ignorant to presidential motorcades. And I moved to D.C. in 2001. And I remember the first time I ex- experienced it, I would have ways and stuff telling me stuff was shut down. I'm driving. All of a sudden, traffic is at a standstill. I'm like, why are we stopped here? Just sitting there. Police have everything blocked off. Like, what's happening? And all of a sudden, the president. Oh, do they
3: play the music? They play the music when he drives no, up. They don't. Oh, I was in my like, mind it would always play. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was like, wow. Is there like a a car behind that has a speaker that comes out? Uh, see, I don't know about this. I'm not from Washington D.C. I've never experienced this. But
2: I think in D.C. it happens so often. Here, at least we're getting the alerts. We know to avoid this area. It's happening because you know uh, President Biden is here, just you know, for one day. But when you live in D.C. and the president's going wherever across town, it messes you up so bad. And D.C. itself is like the worst city to get around. Because the streets in Washington, D.C. were designed to confuse people, and it still confuses people to this day. It's just, it's a bad city to drive around.
3: Is there something from your hometown or maybe from Las Vegas where it's the same thing? Like you said, if you're from blank, you know all about blank. Only locals would know about it. If you're from somewhere else, you probably don't know about it. What what is your if you're from blank, you know all about blank. Whether it's Las Vegas or your hometown. Do you uh do you have something like that? Cuz I was thinking like, okay, if you're from Denver, then you know all about what? Like that is where I grew up and I I I think I would say if you know uh, if you're from Denver, you know all about the Devil Horse. Do you know about the devil horse?
2: I think I do. Is that, do the, you? is that the airport thing? Yes. I know of it. I know the backstory of the devil horse.
3: Oh, it is. This thing. Oh, my gosh. His official name is Blue Mustang, okay? But everybody that lives there calls him Blue Cause he is the devil, and it Lucifer. Th- <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that's, <laughs> that's what, the best name. That's
3: what that's what we call him. It's Lucifer. If you ever leave the Denver airport, it's this blue horse with red eyes. It's the scariest looking thing, and it, it just when when they unveiled him, it was in the early two thousands. I can't remember exactly when. Um, the guy that that was doing it, he he um the guy that made it, he had a section of that sculpture fall and it severed an artery in his leg so it already started like bad juju okay okay two years later the the thing killed the creator um it, it, that thing that killed its creator went on display at the airport and people were like concerned they're like wait this killed his creator do we really want this here all sorts of weird stuff started happening happening they're like wait a second look at this airport it's it's built like a swastika this is a little weird um it, it, just so much weird stuff at denver international airport they say that there's the you know the what's the what do they call it members of the what?
2: oh the um the uh not the inner circle um the the the, the, the oh what is it called
3: <laughs> steph do you know what it's called like supposedly beyonce is a member Oh the Illuminati? Yeah, yeah. Illuminati. yeah. Yes. Like the Illuminati lives there and that's the Illuminati sign everyone. So if you're from Denver, you know all about Blue
2: <laughs> Isn't the airport too? They have barbed wire around the airport, but it's if you look at it, it's not to, you figure it be set up to prevent someone from jumping over and getting into the airport. It's set up to keep people in.
3: It's so why crazy. is it set up to keep people in?
2: But <laughs> isn't it far out too? Oh my gosh, it's, it's like so far. Way far it out. takes
3: like an hour to get there from my mom's house. It's just it's so ridiculous So if you're from Denver, you know all about Lucifer, if you're from D.C., you know all About presidential motorcades What is the thing from where you're from And what, is the, what, are, what are the things here in town That only Las Vegans would know about
2: Oh, something with the heat How to handle the heat in the summer Where to park in the summer heat If it's summertime and you go to a parking lot There's a parking spot in front of the business But there's no shade, but there's a parking lot uh, There's a spot available on the other side of the parking lot Underneath the tree, I'm going to park under the tree Because I want that shade
3: you know what I was going to say? If only Las Vegas know about the roller coaster bumps on US 95 South. Mm-hmm. That's a spaghetti bowl. That's- Favorite stretch of road in town. I love it so much when you get on that. I had to go to Henderson for something and I i could have gone the 215. I'm like, nope, I'm going straight through the spaghetti bowl because I love those bumps. And I was like, ooh, 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 that stretch. Only Las Vegas would know about that. It is it is my favorite stretch of road here in town.
2: And if you're not expecting that, that's gonna that's gonna catch oh, you on guard. You're like, what is this? It
3: is a blast, it is so much fun. Uh, do you have something from San Diego stuff? I was thinking about stuff, and I think that if you're
0: from San Diego, you know about Qualcomm Stadium. Qualcomm Stadium is where the Chargers used to play. But before Qualcomm Stadium, if you're an OG, Jack Murphy Stadium was the stadium that the Chargers used to play out. Eventually, the Qualcomm Stadium turned into SDCCU Stadium. That got torn down, and now it's Snapdragon Stadium, and that is where uh, the Aztecs play. So since we no longer have
2: the Chargers in San Diego.
3: Oh, that's so sad.
2: And Broncos still played the still play Mile High. It's just not called Mile High anymore?
3: Well, they there were the original Mile High, they built another stadium right next to it. Oh, they did? Yeah. It's not the same Mile High. It's oh. brand new. But it's on the same spot. It would well, not the exact same spot right next same to it. Same area? Yeah, it's the exact same area. But yeah, I don't know what it's called these days. I have no clue. It changes so much.
2: Like in the Philly, it was the uh, I was veteran stadium, so it was the vet back in the day, and that's where the Phillies and the Eagles would play, and then they eventually tore that down. They built the link. For the Eagles, and then the Phillies play at Citizen Field. I think is what it's called. <laughs> the same thing. They tore down the stadium. Like just, I mean, growing up in, in Philly, in the the sixties, seventies, eighties, the place you went to was the Vet. That's where you went to watch sporting events. Then it all came crumbling down.
3: Oh, that's so sad. Raul says Vegas always cones in the street with no workers. <laughs> yes, if you live here, you know that. There's, like, construction, but you never see anyone working there. You're like, what's going on here?
2: They're doing, I don't know if you encountered it for you, if it's done, dr- driving to um, Channel 8 for the TV show that we do Las Vegas now. On, I don't know if you go down Las Vegas Boulevard to get there or not, but... Um there is, like, construction there, but there's cones everywhere, but I don't see them doing anything. Like, yeah. What are you, you're just setting up to set up. Like, what are you guys doing?
3: The traffic was so backed up there yesterday when I was driving in there, and, uh... I thought it was because of the president. I'm like, I don't think he's coming this way. What? Why is all this happening? Yeah, I have no idea.
2: I think those are just cones for cones. I just think they're setting it up for fun. Like, hey, let's mess with people on Las Vegas Boulevard this week.
3: We don't have enough room in our cone warehouse, so let's put some of these out in the street so to make room.
2: <laughs> let's do this. We want to call our 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play heads up for a really cool prize.
3: Keith Urban has extended his Las Vegas residency at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood with some new November dates, and we have your tickets right now. Two tickets to see him on November 1st, and if you would like to go, your chance right now, Caller 20. You're playing heads up. You get to pick your category and your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400.
2: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty Four point one.
3: Hey Allie, you're collar twenty, you're playing heads up! Alright, All right. how are you doing this morning?
4: I'm doing awesome. I'm hanging out with my parents, so we're good.
3: Oh, nice. Well, make sure you tell your parents that we said hello and tell them that you're about to win Keith Urban tickets. We've got three categories for you to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with Women's Empowerment, Dawn of the Dead, or Leprechaun?
4: Oh, man. I don't think I know much about any of those, so let's do...
3: Leprechaun. Leprechaun. It is. St. Patrick's Day is Friday. These are all things that are associated with St. Patrick's Day. Okay? All right. All right. Let's get you these tickets. Uh, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Let's go with JD. All right.
2: All right, Allie. Here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct. And you're going to go see Keith Urban. We start now. If you find this, it's it's lucky if you find this. It grows in the ground. Uh, uh, it's, it um it's, um, you pick it up off the ground. It's good luck. Um, uh, there's, um, uh, I can't hear you. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, um, uh, St. Patrick's Day is a celebration of this country. Oh my gosh. Uh, the U2 is from where? Dublin is in what, what, what country? Um, uh, say that again. Dublin is in what country? U2 is from what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, my brain is like mush okay, right we'll, now. We'll skip it. Uh, you find a pot of what? Um. Oh, the last one, Ireland, pot of gold. Okay. Um. This is a famous shake at McDonald's for St. Patrick's oh, Day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You drink green stuff of this. It's uh. It's alcohol, but it's green.
4: Green
2: alcohol. Um. It's a very popular on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Coors Light is kind of a what? Coors Coors Light, you- but. Uh, oh, yeah. That's oh. me.
3: That was that tough. was hard. I kind of feel like it was it was the connection. I felt like she kept cutting out, and maybe you were cutting out to her end. Yeah. Oh, that was tough. Oh. I'm so sorry, Allie. Aww. Hang on the line. Hang on the line. We, we want to talk to mom and dad and tell them we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get you a consolation prize. And that means that Caller 20 right now. You're going to get these tickets to see Keith Urban as he extends his residency at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. All you got to do is call in to win 702-364-9400. Now, uh, everyone is getting into March Madness. Uh, the The first four games started yesterday. There's some today. And then everything gets going on Thursday and Friday. Lots of people in town. Those sports books are completely full, but I think that they, um, they did not hear about movie mania.
2: Movie mania.
3: <laughs> <laughs> JC told me, hey, want to play movie mania? And I'm like, what, what, what is movie mania?
2: Well, we had the uh, the March fadness where we look for the, the biggest fad and the uh, Cabbage Patch Kids won. No, we,
3: Pokemon won.
2: Pokemon won. That's I'm thinking Cabbage Patch was the finals. We did gladness about the, the best little thing that happens to your life. And I think getting out of a speeding ticket won. And then last week we did sadness. Trying to find the saddest song of all time, and Eric Clapton's "Tears in Heaven" won that.
3: Yes. So now, Movie Mania. What is this like? Best movie of all time, or what?
2: No, best movie line of all time. This is a bracket style matchup of the best movie lines of all time. I went to some some um, surveys and lists that were put out, and I randomly pulled the best movie lines of all time, and they'll go head to head here in this competition.
3: Okay. So bracket style with movie lines. Yes. Okay. All right. What do we got? We'll start
2: on the West Coast, and uh, the first round is this line ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight what batman against this one
0: that is so
3: fetch gretchen stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen oh man that's i think in my mind that's easy that's that's mean girls all the way I mean, I I don't hear anyone say that, blah, 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 play Moonlight,
2: whatever. The Batman
3: one? Yeah, but I hear people using that Mean Girls line all the time. Stop trying to make fetch happen.
2: (laughs) So you go with this one right here? Yes,
3: for sure. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen.
2: It's not
0: going to happen.
2: (laughs) Mean Girls moves to the next round. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, So the second matchup here in the West Coast, we have this one right here. You'll shoot your eye out, kid.
3: You'll shoot your eye, yeah. Uh, what's that, Christmas Story? Yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. Christmas
2: Story against this famous line. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me?
3: <laughs> Gosh, this one's hard. Meet the parents. Oh, I hear I, I hear both from time to time. Um, hmm. Oh, man, this one's tough.
2: Bracket style fighting the best movie line of all time.
3: Steph, who do you think wins that one? Meet the parents for you sure. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I just I know when like anytime I, my kid is playing with something sharp, I'm like, "Yo, shoot your eye out." <laughs> so, but we'll go with meet the
2: meet parents the parents. parents moves on to the next round. Okay, let's go with this classic right here. I see dead people. Ooh, Sixth sense facing off against. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
3: That one. That one, a few good men. Few good men. People still say that. not not as often, but it 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 used to be pretty big.
2: Few good men moves on. Let's move to the final uh, matchup here in the first round of the West Coast bracket best movie line of all time. We have this one right here. I must break you. Oh, Rocky Four against Avengers. assemble. Oh. Avengers. Avengers. Avengers moves on
5: to the next sure. round.
2: Number yeah. Now if you travel to the East Coast for the East Coast bracket of the best movie line of all time. I
3: hope I don't run into any motorcades <laughs> here on the East Coast.
2: <laughs> here we are in Washington, D.C. for the first round of the East Coast movie lineup, and we have this one right here.
5: I feel the need, the need for speed.
2: Top Gun.
3: Versus?
2: Rhodes. We're going. We don't need roads. Oh, a line from Back to the Future.
3: Oh, they're both good, but I have to go with Top Gun. Top on that Gun. One. Yeah.
2: Top Gun moves on. Okay, here are the second round. I'll be back.
3: <laughs> okay, Arnold Terminator, right? Yeah, okay. Terminator
2: against. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. What's that from? That's from The Fly. Gina Davis.
3: Oh. I go with the first one.
2: You go with Terminator? Yeah. Terminator moves on.
3: I didn't know the fly.
2: Okay, let's go to this movie right here. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Taken.
3: Oh, is that Liam Neeson? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't recognize that one. Okay, versus what?
2: You like scary
3: movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Do you like scary movies? I, th- I go Scream on that You go that Scream? One. Okay, yeah.
2: perfect. Let's go to the final uh, matchup here on the East Coast bracket. The price is wrong, bitch.
3: <laughs> That's hilarious. Huh? Happy Gilmore? Okay.
4: I'll have what she's having.
3: Oh, personal favorite? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. No, 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 no. but I think that the other one, Harry Met Sally. Harry Probably Met mine. Sally moves yeah.
2: on. Beats out Gilmore. That's an upset, I think. I,
3: I And I like Happy Gilmore, but I just feel like more people would go with that one.
2: Okay, let's go back to the West Coast here, Mercedes. We have uh, we have this one right here.
3: That is so fetch.
2: Mean. Gretchen,
0: stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen.
2: Mean girls going up against this one. Oh yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me?
3: Uh, I go with fetch Mean Girls Mean Girls moves
2: on Okay we go down to this one right here Avengers Assemble Against You want answers I want the truth You can't handle the truth You can't handle the truth You good man moves on Okay let's go back to the east coast And this one right here I feel the need The need For speed Top Gun against Terminator. I'll be back. Top Gun. Top Gun moves on to the finals there. uh, And then we have this one right here. Sorry to keep track of all these things. Uh, This one here. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Scream against... I'll have what she's having. Harry Met Sally. Harry meets Alley. Harry moves on.
3: And I don't like that. I, I like the movie. I don't like that scene. I think it's ridiculous, but I, I just think that that one would probably Such be Such an right iconic there. scene, right?
2: All right, then. So the final, uh, the final four here, we have Mean Girls.
0: That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen.
2: Against this. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
3: Oh... Steph, what do you think? Mean Girls. I was thinking that too, but I just wanted to get reassurance. (laughs) Yeah, Mean Girls (laughs) girls
2: moves into the final and will face the winner of this matchup right here. Is it Top Gun? I
3: feel the need for for speed.
2: Or when Harry met Sally? I'll have what she's having.
3: Top Gun. Top Gun. So here we are, you guys. It is the finals. I I think people should vote. Call us or text us right now, 702-364-9400, for the finals on Movie Madness. You've got this one.
2: Mean Girls, which is right here. That is so fetch.
0: Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Versus.
5: I feel the the need for speed.
3: The people must speak on this one. I I don't want to uh, I don't want to m- determine the winner by myself. Uh, that that's a really hard one. Just personally, what would you vote on that
2: one? Uh, out of those two, I would go with Top Gun. Top you Gun would get my and vote. Top yes, Gun? absolutely.
3: Okay, uh, I'm 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 taking notes here. Okay, so Top Gun and Mean Girls. Steph, which one would you go for? Gotta go with Mean Girls. Okay, so Steph we're tied. So we need. Okay, now here's we're getting some calls. We're getting some uh, some tweets here. We've got. Mean Girls, Mean Girls, Top Gun, Top Gun, Top Gun. The finals, they both lose. <laughs> Need for Speed. Uh.
2: My, by the way, my bracket is busted. I filled this bracket out last night. Figured what you pick, and oh, my bracket's busted. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I did. What
3: did you think would win?
2: Um, um I, I thought, uh, I th- well, I thought Terminator would would be in the finals. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You don't know me. (laughs) Uh, Let's get this one from Lynn. Lynn, what wins, Top Gun or Mean Girls? Top Gun all the way. Top Gun, okay, I'm still counting votes here on this. Um, Someone said, Mercedes messed up. You can't handle the truth over Mean Girls. Oh, well, what's done is done. It was an upset. Sorry about that.
2: You can't handle the truth person that sent that (laughs) message in. (laughs) All right.
3: All right finishing up here counting these all right we definitely have a distinct winner here definite distinct winner (laughs) i'm guessing pop gun means top gun Uh, a person who just texted in okay one two all right are you ready for the winner
2: Uh, let me get a drum roll here
3: okay according to the people the people have spoken oh they keep coming in darn it okay the people have spoken and the winner of Movie Mania is Top Gun. Top Gun! I feel the need, the need for speed. That is the winner, according oh. to you guys. A lot of people are saying I should have put I'll be back in there. You can't handle the truth. But, hey, what's done is done. Top Gun is the winner here.
2: Look at that.
3: You th- So you thought I'll be back would win?
2: I thought I'll, I'll be back would be in the finals. I thought I'll be back. I thought it was going to be that against against the Avengers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought you would have uh, taken the Avengers into the finals. But that's the bracket I filled out last night.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's busted. (laughs) You won nothing.
2: (laughs) That was fun. Running out of uh, I got to think of the, the, still a couple more weeks left in March, got to think of other competitions for next week.
3: I have a competition for us at some point. Yeah, I have a competition that that we could do. It's not as organized as yours, and it wouldn't really give us a distinct winner, but it's called the Tournament of Awesome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love the names you come up with.
3: (laughs) The Tournament of Awesome, and I'll give you two things, and then you tell me which one is better of the two. Awesome. Okay? So at some point, we'll have to do the Tournament of Awesome. I have it all ready to go. I just <laughs> thought
2: of one for next week. Oh, okay. It's going to be brutal on you. Oh, no. I got to think of a fun name for it, but I'm going to have bracket style all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> The, the friend bracket. Yes. <laughs> Steph against Ross. Who moves on? We'll find out Uh-oh. next week.
0: We're not. We cannot
2: do this. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Oh, Steph, what do you think of that one? I'll help you make it, JC. Yes.
3: <laughs> the friend bracket. It's going to be so
2: good, so painful, and so fun to listen to. That
3: is hilarious.
2: All right. Hot three's up next. What do you got for us?
3: Okay. Um, Pets. Uh, so many of us have them, and they make our lives better. Or do they? Do pets really make people happier? We're going to talk about a new step. Also, women with these names make better wives. We'll tell you what the names are. And a mom calls the cops on her twin babies. Why? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3.
2: Here we go. 3, 2, It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: Okay, so uh, there's no doubt people love their pets, but new research from the American Psychiatric Association shows they can boost our mental health, too. For their new Healthy Minds poll, they asked, Adults, and they found that half were dog owners. 35% had cats, while a third didn't have any pets at all. Um, 3% had other pets like fish and birds and turtles. And nearly all of the pet owners, 86% of them, said that their pets have had a positive impact on their mental health. They also found out that nearly 90% of pet owners say they consider their pets part of the family. Now, cat owners were more likely than dog owners, To say that their pets are a calming presence and help reduce stress and anxiety. And dog owners were twice as likely as cat owners to say that their pet encourages them to be physically active. Um, For 63% of respondents, their bond with their pet runs so deep that they consider them true friends
2: oh i love hearing all that stuff yeah. I, I would agree with like pretty much everything in there that you said yeah they bring happiness uh, help out with their uh, mental health and jacks the australian cattle dog that's the first dog that I've ever had that requires a lot of physical activity we had a chihuahua before my like cat's growing up so to be outside and playing ball with jacks or going on a hard run or a hike it, it's i i enjoy it so much i love doing it
3: there's just such an unconditional love there it's just imagine being with someone who is Happy to see you every time they see you, every single time. Like, we do you know any people? that are happy to see you every single time that they see you? No. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. But an animal, a pet, well, maybe not a cat, because they have more (laughs) of an attitude. I still love cats. But dogs, they're just so happy to see you every single time. It's so heartwarming.
2: I come home from work and open that door. Jax is waiting right there. Zoe, she's like, hey, what's up?
3: (laughs) I mean, but she's still content to see you. Oh, no, she's
2: very excited. And then taking a nap, you talk about taking naps. Uh, I love taking a nap, and Zoe always naps on my chest. And I guess it's like the feeling of a gravity blanket that just that weight of the her and, uh, you know, feel her breathing on top of my chest as I'm napping. It's the best feeling.
3: It's they're so sweet. Animals are just the best. Also this morning, the website Cytopia sells domain names and they surveyed a bunch of people to find out the names of the best wives. I don't know why this domain name place would know the names of best wives i guess uh they had a little experiment experiment going on and they say every time we hear mention of a name we naturally associate particular values or impressions based on our past experiences and it seems that certain names tend to crop up more than others when thinking about the qualities of a good husband or wife and the the list will no doubt make it interesting to to many people so here are your top um, names of women that make the best wives. The top 10, I'll start at 10. Lucy, Jessica, number eight is Amy. Elizabeth is number seven. Charlotte, Emily, Sarah. And your top three names of women who make the best wives are Louise, Sophie, and Katie is number one.
2: No Steph, no Mercedes in this list.
3: No. No
2: Laura, my wife in the list. What's going on with this list? I don't like this list. We're
3: just not living up to those those Katie's out there, man. (laughs) I have a friend named Katie, and she is an excellent wife. Better than most. I would agree with this list in that capacity.
2: Sorry, Katie was number one?
3: Yeah, Katie is number one. Anyone
2: want to call up and say they're married to a Katie and she's not a good wife? (laughs) (laughs) You'd be in trouble if you did. I mean, (laughs) probably
3: their exes, I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) good point, yeah. Um, Finally this morning, a mom in Argentina recently turned to the police for help for a surprising reason. Panic set in for Sofia Rodriguez when she realized she could not tell her newborn twins, Valentin and Lorenzo, apart. She never thought uh, she'd get the boys confused because Valentin always wore a blue ribbon on his wrist. But when it looked like it was getting too small for him, she cut it off. Well, unsure of how to tell the two month old babies apart, she called the cops. She said, tomorrow I have to go to the police station to have my twins fingerprinted so they can tell me which one is which. Uh, She says, I won mother of the year. Unfortunately, she says those prints did not look very defined. So the mom says Argentina's National Registry of Persons will identify the boys using their fingerprints. And according to a psychologist, she is definitely not the only mom to experience this. Identical twins look so much alike, especially at birth. And excluding a difference in weight, birthmarks, or other obvious identifiers, it can be difficult to tell them apart, especially when parents are anxious, stressed, or sleep deprived.
2: Yeah, I never even thought about that. Especially as the newborn, you do you well, yeah, I guess you would look for that. You said like a little freckle or something that identified who's David and who's Doug, but can you, yeah, a blue ribbon? Can you put a little marking on them? Like a, a little, I don't know, not like, not like a sharpie or something, but is there like a way to indicate who's who? That messed me up if I was a parent.
3: Okay, two things. Yes. One, I did the Sharpie thing when Sophie was born because I was so paranoid that they would mix her up. Did you? <laughs> like, oh, in the hospital itself? Really? I, brought, I po- packed that in my bag. That's a thing. When she came in on, on the bottom of her big toe, I made a little mark. Because I was like, I don't want her to get switched out. I don't want them to mix up. And so every time, like, it, then she re i realized she stayed in the room with me uh-huh. they didn't have i saw the movies and i thought there was a nursery where you went and looked <laughs> in no they leave you in the room with a the baby they don't take. they did take her one time to uh run some tests or something but um i made a note a little thing on her toes because i was so paranoid about that um and then the second thing is you have to there has to be a case in this world of identical twins getting mixed up Mm -hmm. and they started as one twin and then they ended up being the other twin. Don't you think
2: there's gotta be, there has to be You're two weeks in all of a sudden. I think that's David or is that Doug? Yeah, he's David. And it was actually Doug two weeks ago.
3: And, and then they grew up thinking that they're Doug, but really they were David. That's, you know that's happened.
2: That's but crazy. They don't do the nursery thing anymore where all the kids are lined up?
3: Not at the hospital. No. I gave birth. They leave them in the room with you. Um, at one point, I was so tired, and I asked if they could take her. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. They were like, of course. Why don't you get a nice little nap? Because she was not going to sleep. And, uh, and she was crying. And they were like, of course. Take a take a little nap, and then we'll, we'll bring her back later. And they brought her back. I looked at her tote. Mark was there. <laughs> right one. And good to
2: go. We have a lot coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. We love doing this. Mercedes in the mornings, Women That Wow Wednesdays is happening here in about 10, 15 minutes. And it's a fun one today.
3: Oh, man. We are recognizing this woman who is absolutely incredible. I have so many questions for her. She is the president of the Las Vegas Raiders. Sandra Douglas Morgan will be on the show next.
1: Let's get back to more Mercedes in the Morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On
2: Mix 94.1.
3: March is Women's History Month, and to honor those women that are just incredible, we are doing Women That Wow. It's brought to you by North Vista Hospital Surgical Weight Loss Center, and I am so excited about today's Woman That Wows. It is the president of the Las Vegas Raiders, Sandra Douglas Morgan. Good morning. Good morning,
4: Mercedes and J.C. So excited to be on with you guys today.
3: It really is an honor to have you on the show and talk about a woman that wows. You were named president of the Las Vegas Raiders in July of last year, making you the first black female team president in the National Football League's history. But it's not like that was the first big thing for you. You were previously the uh, chairman on the Nevada Gaming Control Board. You went to the UNLV Boyd School of Law. I mean, you honestly seem like you've done it all. I I guess my question is, how? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, I've been just so lucky to have such an amazing support system. You know, my parents and my sister. I grew up in Las Vegas, so it's so it's honestly really great to be on with you this morning. I've i listened to you for so many decades, and, uh, but I have a great you know husband and kids, and honestly mentors and mentees that really keep me on my toes. And this is not something that I definitely did alone. This this community has supported me throughout my career, and I'm just so grateful to Vegas, Nevada, and obviously the Raiders and what it's done for our city. Um. But so being able to try to you know balance it, so many people do that. Um, so many of your listeners obviously are doing very similar things that I am. I just happen to be the president of the Raiders as well. <laughs> but I'm really just grateful for the great support locally, and even um, I, you know, I had a chance to spend some time with the president of the Carolina Panthers, who's also a woman, Christy Coleman, and just having other people support and other women support each other in the NFL has been uh, so incredibly important. So um, it's, it definitely takes a village to help other people get to different places where hopefully I can inspire others.
2: What's the most fascinating path? You're you're a renaissance woman. Was this always in the back of your mind (laughs) to want to get into the NFL in some way? Or is it just a happy set of circumstances where the opportunity presented itself and you're like, I'm going all in on this?
4: Yeah, J.C., it's more more of the latter. Definitely an amazing set of circumstances. My husband did play in the NFL, so we had some time, you know, in that kind of – in that lifestyle. easy to safety for the Vikings and for the Cardinals. But, you know, growing up here, there was never any professional sports. We obviously supported, you know, the Rebels. I did for, for basketball. <laughs> I went to UNR, so supported them for football. so where my, my husband. Um, but, you know, being able to say, yeah, I'm going to lead a professional sports team wasn't really in the cards or something that I – even thought about growing up here um, so when the Raiders moved to Vegas we were obviously all in and wanted to support them and I had an opportunity to meet Mark um, a few a couple of years ago and you know kind of kept in touch and when this opportunity presented itself I, I definitely um, wanted to do everything I could to help the team to help the Raiders to, to bring and grow the Raider fan base in Las Vegas and um, it's, it's been amazing.
3: Do you remember that day where Mark Davis said to you we want you to be the president of the Las Vegas Raiders. Do you remember where you were? What he said? Oh um, yeah. What happened? <laughs> that is somebody mentioned that
4: because we actually had dinner. The and I said and I asked him if he remembered what he did. He said the nicest thing. I said, uh, "Do you remember when you even you know presented the the option?" And he said. Well, the happier moment was when you accepted. But he's been <laughs> just so gracious and so so supportive. Uh, but the dinner we had the other day was much different than the first one. I mean, we were just still kind of getting to know each other. But, yeah, he he mentioned it. I almost thought, like, are you serious? Is this real? Do you want me to talk to someone else? Is there a different, you know, process or something? But um, it's been great. And, you know, he is so passionate about the Raiders and it's really infectious to see his love for the team. Obviously, he grew up with the team and with his father being um, such a historic legend, just not with the Raiders, but with the NFL. And um, it's it's that passion that we want to just have all throughout the organization on the business side as well, obviously, and on the field for, um, the, for the football team, the players and the coaches. So it's just it's great. I think that moment that I'm going to share, you know, between uh, just between Mark and I, but it was <laughs> something definitely I'll never remember. And it was really special because it happened in Las Vegas, too.
3: So, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I just I, I love that you this is your town and it was before the Las Vegas Raiders. It just means that much more, you know.
4: Oh no, it's definitely personal because my children are born here, um, and there's so many people that are now making Las Vegas their home. And the Raiders, you know, really want to be woven into every piece in the fabric of our community. And I, um, I take that task incredibly seriously.
3: You, you truly are a woman that wows. When I think of women that wow, you are you are the first person that pops in my head. And this is all about you. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this while we have you on the phone. Jimmy G what's uh, what's going on with Jimmy G that's exciting.
4: It's something that the um, you know the NFL shared yesterday, and I am you know always going to support you know Coach McDaniel's and our GM Dave Ziegler on you know their task to make sure that they're building the Raiders on the field um, to be a long-term kind of winning team. Obviously, that's everyone's goal, and so I'm excited. I hope the rest of Las Vegas is. I can't see why they wouldn't be. He wins. That seems that's to be the consensus well. so
3: far. Everyone seems to be very <laughs> excited about that.
4: Record his record speaks for itself, so you know
2: we're excited to uh, have him in Las Vegas. He wins, and he's a handsome devil. He's a good-looking <laughs> man.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that, maybe, <laughs> Well, thank you for taking the time. We want to uh, thank H and J Trophies because we are going to be presenting you with a Women That Wow plaque, and thank you for for really being an inspiration to to women of all ages. I know my young girls look at you and think, wow. Maybe I could do something like that. I look at you as like a peer and think, "Wow, that is just absolutely incredible." So you really are an inspiration, and we're so grateful to talk to you today.
4: Thank you so much, Mercedes. Those words mean I uh, mean so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Okay, you guys too. Thanks, JC. Bye.
2: Well, oh, that was fun. She's, she's so cool. She's special. All three ladies so far this month. I mean, just so many. I wish we were gonna, you to know, honor everyone listening right now, because there's so many amazing women here in Las Vegas.
3: Yeah, that, that was so much fun to talk to her. I've always wanted
2: to talk to her. <laughs> Such a cool path, too, the, how she yeah. got there to the Raiders and stuff. All right, coming up here, we do have What's Trending. What do you got for us?
3: Okay, we are going to talk about America's favorite show, which is back. Also, on the way, you uh, two Hollywood A-listers are teaming up for a reality show, and Coors Light fans a new way for the whole family to enjoy it, even the kids. That's coming up next in What's Trending. But first, he's going to be headlining our spring fling. It's Jason Mraz on Mix 94.1. That's
2: Pink. Pink will be here October 7th, Allegiant Stadium. For ticket information, go to LiveNation.com. Pink, a Live Nation show. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1.
3: Ted Lasso is trending this morning. Season three of the hit Apple TV Plus Show started with the release of the first episode. It actually came a little bit early last night. A recap of season two. where it left off, here you go. Ted's panic attacks were public. Uh, Roy and Keeley are facing issues. Coach Beard's relationship is not good. Assistant Coach Nate left to West Ham United. And Rebecca is looking for revenge. The season opener is called Smells Like Mean Spirit. And new episodes are going to be released every Wednesday. It's
2: a perfect recap because everything you mentioned is addressed in the first episode. That's
3: perfect. Mm -hmm. Excellent recap. I want to make sure you all know what you're getting back into. Also uh, trending this morning is Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. They starred together in HBO's True Detective. And now they're teaming up again. But this is on an unscripted show for Apple TV+. The premise is a little tired, but uh, it, it, with these two, I could see it actually working. Woody is going to move to Matt's Texas ranch, where they and their families are going to attempt to live together. It's a 10-episode series. No word yet on the title or the start date. Uh, according to a press release, it's a heartfelt, odd couple love story that revolves around Woody and Matt's, quote, strange and beautiful bond.
2: Well, they were great together in True Detective. Yeah. So-
3: I, I, but them living on a farm might be a little different
2: than True Detective. What are they going to be doing? Like milking cows and stuff? I
3: don't know. I don't know. Wrangling I, things? I, I may watch it just because I'm a little curious on, on this one. they have
2: to do tasks and challenges? I mean, they're, they're millionaires. They're sad. to they be hanging out drinking beers on his farm?
3: Exactly. Well, we'll see. I don't know when this is coming out, so just got to keep your eyes open for it. And then finally, this morning, Coors Light is trending. They're releasing a limited edition beer-flavored popsicle. They're meant to coincide with March Madness, which just started. They're non-alcoholic, so. The whole family can enjoy them together. The popsicles are being called Coursicles, and they're available at more than 800 bars throughout the country. Or you can order a six pack through their online shop for 20 bucks. They're only releasing a limited number of them every day. And even though they're non alcoholic, you do have to be 21 to order them. Or you can enter to win a pack at slash Coursicles. And that is what's trending.
2: You got the Pesh Mode will be here in December. And we've got your tickets coming up here. about 13 minutes, 940. There's tickets for you to see Depeche Mode. So
3: Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it is Sherry. Sherry, your caller 20. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Congratulations. What are you up to this morning? Um, I am taking my kids to go indoor skydiving. Oh, my awesome. gosh. Cool mom <laughs> alert. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you just got yourself two tickets to see Depeche Mode at the T-Mobile Arena on December 1st. Ah, oh, awesome.
2: Well, have fun skydiving, indoor skydiving, Sherry. Hold on one second. We've got your tickets to go see Depeche Mode. We have them again tomorrow morning at 940. And actually, though, later on this afternoon, Heather, she's got a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. Hi, this is
1: Matthew Reed.
2: It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
3: That is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. We are headed out. J-Love will be coming in next, getting you through your work day but first it is the line of the day
2: this week's women that wow put the spotlight on sandra douglas morgan who is the president of the las vegas raiders we talked about her career journey and we touched on the latest happenings with the raiders jimmy g what's uh what's going on with jimmy g look that's exciting it's
4: I am always going to support Coach McDaniel, so I'm excited. I hope the rest of Las Vegas is. I can't see why they wouldn't be. He wins. That and seems that's to the be the consensus will. so
3: far. <laughs> Everyone seems to be very excited about that.
2: He wins and he's a handsome devil. He's a good looking man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that, Jesus.
2: <laughs> she was awesome.
3: She was fantastic. If you missed that interview, go to our website, mix941.fm, and listen to the whole thing. She is she truly wows me. She's amazing.
2: And that'll do it for sure number 1801 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, Uh, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?